Hello and welcome to the JFG Uncharted 4 spoiler cast. My name is Alex, and I'm joined, as is so often the case on this sort of thing, buddies, by my good friend Ash. Hey, buddy, how you doing? Oh, good, buddy. I mean, we've we've already done a two-hour podcast just now, but, you know, let's... Let's crack on. Let's do another hour, maybe. Who knows? Let's just keep talking about games. It's what we do. Yes, we said we were going to do this, and uh, yeah, we we wanted to talk about Uncharted Four. Uh, fair warning at this point: if you needed it, despite the title of this this particular <laughs> endeavor, there are spoilers. There will be spoilers. We're going to be going through the whole campaign. The whole thing. We're going to talk about every little fucking bit of it. I'm going to be doing a script reading. Yep. If anything's spoiled for you going forward, then it's your fault. That's on you, my friend. And it's not on us. So there we go. Anyway, um, obviously we spoke a fair bit on uh, our main podcast about what we thought of Uncharted in terms of mechanics and... Um, how fun it was to play and that sort of thing and here we're probably going to be focusing we we will touch on all of that sort of thing obviously but we'll be focusing uh, predominantly on the story which is obviously a massive part uh, uh, of this game and and probably more so than any other Uncharted it feels a little bit like the the Last of Us story sheen has rubbed off onto this game doesn't it? They've definitely developed their storytelling abilities, buddy. I, I, I would say this is an absolute stonker. There's been so many cases throughout this story where I would, I'm just a guy. I'm not going to do the quote. Yeah, I'm just a guy. Um, like, blowing shit up. And then suddenly, boom. Cutscene comes in or, you know, uh, a bit of the dynamic or i don't know if it's really called dynamic you know like the the talking when you're with your your buddy or partner and you can press triangle to bring it up uh, and then suddenly shit it brings it home like i'm i'm doing this for a reason or you know i'm betraying this reason uh, this person because of something i haven't told them because i'm i have feelings and things like that you know stuff that computer games don't have buddy sure yeah and not. also it, it kind of it wasn't a very long time ago that uh, having a companion going through a single player campaign was the fucking worst thing ever. Like they would be in your way. The order eighteen eighty six. It just mean. it just used to be so annoying, and and yes. it kind of changed with I think Bioshock to a degree. Um, that that kind of changed things a little bit, but obviously the the other Uncharted games as well did quite a good job of keeping the uh, companion out of harm's way and then the last of us as well that you know it was quite a decent system where you know the ai was pretty solid but if if by some unfortunate mishap um that your ai counterpart was in plain sight then the enemy would just ignore them and you'd be like okay you know that's a reasonable solution to the problem but that yeah that didn't really happen a great deal on this to be honest no the the ai your your partner, uh, they they they've put things in place where you know you can walk around them or climb on top of them and things like yeah. that, which in previous games uh, you weren't able to do, and it was just a massive retardation of AI and player colliding until probably someone died. Um, whereas now it is 
very clever and it works extremely well. It does. Very solid. I never felt like I was being stopped from moving. No, not at all. And it, even if there were cases where like, there your, your partner was running around like an idiot where you were doing a stealth section, it doesn't matter because they the, the other AI don't see them, which is, thank fuck, yeah. really good. And that was the problem with those old games, that whole escort the VIP type thing where, you know, you could you could die or lose because of lack yeah. of AI quality, you know. The other thing to mention on Uncharted as well, uh, this iteration, this uh, release of Uncharted, is there were a, a lot of great concerns when uh, Amy Hennig left Naughty Dog. She was the lead script writer for the first three games and and people were kind of thinking you know this this does not bode well for this franchise but uh totally i agree neil Druckmann and bruce straley came in they'd written the last of us we should have known uh and it's got that sort of tone to it it's it's a more grown-up game uncharted 4 it's uh it just feels more adult the themes it's still got the sort of whimsical stuff and and the stupid stuff and and the big you know bombastic sequences but Good word, buddy. it just feels more mature this game to me and uh, and I prefer it for that I like that So let's get started. Um, the game begins with a, a, a prologue, uh, and you are uh, steering a, a little fishing boat, and the weather's terrible, and you're being chased by various... We don't know who at this point. Um, Bad This is kind of a tutorial, really, for driving and shooting and cover and everything. It's quite an elegant way of putting a tutorial in because it teaches you the mechanics of the game, but at the same time it feels really important to the story and uh, really exciting as well rather than just duck under this pipe go to cover in this wall or whatever you're yeah. controlling a boat it throws you straight in with Sam who you don't know who he is at this point unless you've been following all of the uh, preamble before the game was released but uh, yeah what did you make of this Like, I, I, I failed this it, five but... times in a row unfortunately so that really? pissed me off yeah <laughs> I, oh. I, I I failed it. I I couldn't do it. Um, I kept I kept getting hit by the big boat, and uh, yeah, that that annoyed me uh, a tad. Um, it, it does what Uncharted uh, games normally do: uh, is it throws you further on in the game, um, just to see some kind of action. And you're like, why? Like, it throws up all these questions: like, why am I going towards this island? Who is this dude in the boat with me? Why are these guys chasing me? You have no idea. And then after that. You know, uh, it cuts to black, as always, and then takes you back in time somewhere, and then the story starts developing. But you've always got that in your mind, like thinking, okay, well, this is going to... Th- th- that That's going to happen somewhere in this game. So I need to... This is how I find out how to get to that moment, which is... I always like that kind of style of storytelling. It's cool. Yeah, 
I've always been a big fan of uh, of back and forth through time in these sorts of things, and uh, and games don't do that very often, so it's uh, it feels even more fresh here. Death. So yeah. So then we cut to chapter one, uh, which is called "The Lure of Adventure," uh, and you are a young Nathan Drake um, being berated by a nun in the orphanage. Now, I just want to say straight off the bat here. I really felt like I'd had my fill of a young Nathan Drake in in, in that Uncharted 3 yeah. section where I kept falling off the rooftops. I agree um, with that. But this was really good, actually. Yes, and, this um, was the second part of the tutorial phase. This was the climbing and jumping phase of yep. the tutorial, which, you know, is done really well. It introduces the character of your brother and, you know, their closeness uh, and and... Yeah, and yeah, their closeness really uh, together, and yeah, I, I I feel like this was really well done. Um, it it didn't like it is not a, a really simple tutorial. It's like circle to crouch, X to jump. It, it takes you on a little journey, and you know you have to break out. And it starts putting the implementations of like the storyline, uh, which once again you come to later on in the game. You know, like you have to break out because you want to go and find your mother's journals that have been sold or stolen or the, whatever it was. I can't remember. Um, yep. And yeah, it, it's just really well done. I, I, I didn't mind him uh, as uh, a child as much as I did in the last one. This seemed to just like uh, I immediately found like the jumping and climbing so much smoother than any previous Uncharted oh, game. The controls are wonderful here. They really are. They've uh, adjusted the um, grabbing and things so like it's fully analog now. So like whenever you move the stick, like it moves your arm kind of thing. And that works so, so well. Yeah. Because the number of times in on the old Uncharted games where you were kind of moving the analog stick all around trying to work out which direction you should be headed and this just makes everything feel so much more natural you know um this tutorial also introduces you to the grappling hook as well doesn't it at this very early stage yes it does and uh, that's a, an excellent addition it's done very well in this um a little bit off putting the giant now use grappling hook symbols you can turn those off but i'm not sure how well the game would work without them to be honest but uh yeah because a, a lot of the times you're not looking cool. up i must no, say no no exactly game. but yeah it's uh it's it serves as a really good introduction to sam who is your brother and he uh has come to grab you out of the orphanage one night to go and find your mother's old journals that your father had sold off um yes so it's setting the seeds, buddy. It is, and there's two chapters. The first two chapters are flashbacks and are revisited later in the game, and that's fascinating to me that they did yeah. that as a starting point. Very cool. Gibbons. So we move on. Move on to chapter two, uh, which is called Infernal Place, and it immediately opens up with Nate having a fist fight in a prison in Panama. Um. And this is properly in at the deep end stuff, isn't it? It doesn't tell you the controls or anything, really. It doesn't tell you any dodge controls. It just tells yeah, you how to hit. Literally, um, when this first started up, I was like, obviously, I had no idea where I was, like, how old you were. Like, I just thought, okay, this is the game kicking off now. We've had the tutorial bit. Now it's time to just 
start playing the game. So off we went um, through it. And wait, do, do you want to go through what happens after the fight scene first? And then the fight is broken up by the warden and his uh, meatheads. Uh, the warden's known is called Vargas. Um, you're chucked into solitary confinement. Everything seems pretty awful at this point. Um, and then it sort of fast forwards through time. And Nate's awoken by Vargas coming to the door, um, and it sort of turns out like he's on your side. He leads you all through the prison, you thinking that he's a baddie, and then uh, he leads you out into this uh, back exit from the prison. And there's this huge ruin there. Uh, and it becomes quite clear that he's been paid off and they're in the prison so they can get to the ruin. But either way, this is your first sort of foray into climbing town kind of thing. So Yeah, adult climbing town kind of thing. Yeah, so it's a you're bit out more... of the tutorials, the stabilizers are off and yeah. you uh, you head across the way and, and make your way up this huge tower. Yeah, that that moment where you come out the uh, the dingy back door, uh, as you say... Um, it was just so beautiful and colourful and the lighting effects just looked so good and I was like, here we go. This is amazing contrast, This is the adventure about to <laughs> about to start. Um and yeah, you, you scale the building uh and we find our first uh puzzle up there, which um you know, introduced the notebook that everyone knows and loves so much. Well, I did anyway. I always liked you know, solving the clues and then being like, oh, I've got to do that in real life and stuff like that. It's, uh, and yeah, uh, from there you, you get the, the clue and head back down. And yeah, it's just satisfying that that first, you know, endeavor into it. And I, I, I was so, uh, from that moment, I was like, right, I'm settling down now. I'm good to go. This is it. We're off. Yeah, you're spot on there. I mean, after after doing this bit of climbing, solving the puzzle, doing all of the old Uncharted tropes, but with everything feeling ten times better than it did in the old games, and you just like, you just know at that point that if life didn't get in the way, you could just sit here and play this to the end. Like definitely, easily, you could absolutely do that. <laughs> it's something that I've done in the past when I've had less responsibility with games. And it just gets its hooks in really early doors and uh, very, very cool. So, yeah, so you make your way back down to Vargas and, of course, Nate lies and says he didn't find anything despite the fact that he did find this crucifix uh, hidden in the wall. And uh, you head back into the prison. At this point, you've kind of sussed out that you're in there kind of undercover or rather you you bought your way in so you could get to that tower and... And Sam's there, and so is Rafe. This Rafe character is the first shady Rafe, buddy. Yeah, he's uh, he's like some hugely evil Ryan Gosling, Rafe, and uh, (laughs) (laughs) seems proper shady from the very beginning. Um, But he's clearly the bankroll here, and you and Sam are the brains. And uh, yeah, you head off to find somewhere secluded so you can show them the cross. Uh, and in doing so, you get, end up getting jumped by the gang uh, that is led by the guy you were fighting at the start. Shitbag. Uh, and it's a good, it's a good way of learning. It's a little brawl the, in there, isn't it? Yeah, proper melee techniques, and and that's when a, you find out the first time that your partner in crime can also help you by like grabbing enemies and things like that. Uh, yes, and getting involved. Whereas, so it, it once again is giving them like a participation, which. 
hasn't been there in the past, which is really, really cool. And I really liked that, but I kind of felt like it would be nice if I could have had a little more control over it. Like, mm. it seemed to me that uh, it would be, it would have been really nice to kind of set up those moments a little bit better where you and Sam, like, pick someone up together and stuff, whereas it was kind of just me mashing buttons and occasionally it would happen. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Um, yeah. It, but it's a really nice touch that you can kind of get stuck in and get involved there as well. Definitely. And then there's that moment when the bullet hits Sam and starts coughing up blood and then you drop him down through the the roof of the building below and he disappears without First thing I did, buddy, I jumped after him. Did you? I did. First thing I did, I was like, fuck this Wraith guy, I'm going for my brother. I'm off. I just jumped down there, it's like, you're dead. So fucking (laughs) if I died, I was like, mate, he's fucking dead. There's something quite commendable about that, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Maybe just, like, retarded. Like, I know he's, like, I'm not meant to go that way, but I'm like, fuck you, game. I don't want to go out like this. <laughs> and it's a huge testament to the writing and the quality at, up until this point that you even give a fuck about Sam. Because yeah, totally. You've, you've known him for a very short space of time at this point and and already the game's got its story hooks into you and you genuinely care or I did at least I yes. genuinely was uh, and it's the upset. same as The Last of Us you know immediately it grabs you there and you're like oh my god yep. I am invested now it's doing its job so yeah Get Rafe it. manages to pull you away because oh, it's clear that Sam's dead and it's all over so you you all fuck off down the hill the two of you and uh, and escape and uh, fade to black, buddy, and head to chapter three. I'm there. So chapter three is called The Malaysia Job, and it opens up with Nate scuba diving. So beautiful. Amazing, isn't it? Again, like the controls just felt right. Like The pace of him going through there, so good. I ended up just really like nice. swimming around, like looking for like the little trinkets and treasures. You know, like you do. I'm a big fan of that. And it just felt so good. Like, scuba... Scuba! <laughs> it's true. Yeah, looks great, feels great, controls wonderfully. Um, and yeah, Nate is working for some sort of reclamation company that um, he clearly does sort of scuba diving and uh, finds stuff that's kind of, you know, trucks that have gone into rivers and that sort of thing. Um, there's a brief bit underwater where you collect crates and do your day job. This introduces you to the mechanic of... Uh, tying things up um, rather than having a a button prompt to tie a knot for example you're winding cables around stuff by actually swimming around them and this will come into play later in the game once again a little change but such a big impact it's it's so simple instead of going there and being like X and then he ties a thing you have to go around it I mean it makes sense it's physics buddy it's, it's one of those wonderful things where if you are someone who plays lots of games, you probably won't get that straight away. And no. if you're someone who doesn't, then it would be the first thing you did. 
Yeah, totally. Yeah, because it's like, well, you've got to go around it, haven't you? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Dumb. It's interesting. But yeah, so Nate's working for this company. He seems fairly chipper. You uh, collect some stuff. There's some co- concerns about his oxygen level. Obviously, he's still a bit of a dangerous bastard, but you get everything you together care. and you come up for air. Uh, and you meet your crew, you're on a ship, uh, you've been rescuing the cargo of something that's gone over a, a, a bridge. I Is think it the Copper Wire, I think it was, wasn't it? Was yep, name? Copper Wire. There you go. Uh, and you meet your, seems to be your boss, Jameson, yeah. and he uh, he collars you after work and tries to get you to commit to this job he's got. It's some sort of, I sort know of that pirate type. treasure hunt. Trying to get you to do some sort of job. Yep. He's uh, he's got some. He's got the Malaysia job there. They haven't got the permits for it, but there's a there's a buried wreck, and you know he wants to go out there and scuba dive down and get the stuff. But you're you're the older Nathan Drake buddy, and your adventuring is behind you, so you don't want no part of that shit, Dewey Cox. You know I'm a married man now, buddy, as we find out in a bit. Indeed. So yeah, it, that that kind of gives you the sense that. Nate's really done with the adventuring, you know, he doesn't want it anymore and nothing's going to sway him. And it doesn't seem like a very big deal, the lack of having the permits and that. It seems like a fairly reasonable thing to do, but he just won't have it. He's like, no, I've put it all behind me, every little bit of it. And that's kind of the impression you get. So true. He's he's a bigger man now, you know, he's had his adventures and he's ready yeah. to settle down. Yeah, totally. So chapter four is called A Normal Life. Uh, and it opens up uh, up in your loft, mate, pissing about. I really got, enjoyed this area. Got like, all your bits up there, haven't that you? That is it. It has all your bits up there, buddy. And like, <laughs> it's like I said in the, in one of the podcasts, like you know, you go up and you can look at it, pick it up and rotate it. But it was the sounds. It had the sounds from the previous games to go along with which game that item was in, and it was just. It made me remember so much about those those games because you know all the senses were obviously not my hands weren't touching things but you know the visual and audio senses that we get from games you know they were yeah. being like you know Had those little music beats there as well like it was cool it was so good I, and and then um, the shooting gallery thing did you do that up there yeah yeah, yeah with, very with cool. The, and then um, got a little trophy for that, which was nice. Got all of yeah. Them. This is a there's a little Nerf gun up there in your old holster, and uh, it cuts in. It's quite funny. It cuts in with the sort of music that you get when you're in an enemy battle. Yeah, in the main it game. does, doesn't it? And you got to take cover and stuff like that. It's really funny. It's and the then little the... targets hanging from the ceiling, and then you just stub them with the foam darts, and and uh, then you get shouted at. Uh, to come down and you feel like you're a kid getting shouted at from yeah. like, by your mum and stuff like that. You're like, oh, okay, fun's over. <laughs> so Nate's loft, buddy, is the it, it's the equivalent of the under the stairs gaming yeah. setup. Well, yeah, you know, <laughs> one day I'll convert my loft. I think I'll have to move house before I do that. But that's the dream, buddy. I'll be on top of the house then. You see, one day, buddy, Lord king of the, the castle. Wrist. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, you're called down for dinner and you head down the ladder and go through the house and uh, I don't know about you, buddy, but I went into every room and looked at yes, everything. The, the, uh, it's what you do. You investigate in these games because yep. there's so much crap about. It's, it's So much to like... I mainly review. tried to find the underwear drawer where he kept the dildos, but I couldn't find them, buddy. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Hidden away. Where was the sex swing? 
It's a good question, buddy. Uh, I presume they've got a garage. Maybe it's out there. <laughs> or a dungeon. Yeah. Dungeon, yeah. This is kind of the first introduction to the mechanics where you can kind of choose what you want to say, which doesn't necessarily change the story very much, but it's nice to have the option all the same, and that's kind of where they were going with it, isn't it? I think so, yeah. So, yeah, uh, she tells you about uh, her article that she's writing, um, and at that point you kind of drift off and you're kind of thinking of adventure, looking at a picture on the wall, and she kind of collars you with her fork. She's like, what the fuck, mate? Have, have a word. Um, <laughs> We've all and then you there. play Crash Bandicoot. Which was a lovely surprise, buddy. And Yeah. Uh, I, I, I mentioned in um, one of the podcasts quite uncryptically uh, about this, trying not to spoil anything about how I thought I thought um, all of the action sequence are kind of pretty much Crash Bandicoot, buddy. I mean, I, I don't know if you feel the same about it, but, you know, you run down this perfect route and all you got to do is jump and dodge stuff yeah so you it's know, funny like, isn't it like yeah it really is like i don't know why it took me so long to like pair it up like you know i was like you know like loads of chapters on past this until i was like oh my god that's the same <laughs> how dumb am i <laughs> just crazy like yeah you, you you kind of almost it's like a looking back through the the looking glass at where mm. Naughty Dog kind of began, you know, you've got this running towards the camera, jumping over fences, avoiding the boulders, and then, you know, you've got sections like that uh, that van chase thing yep, in Uncharted exactly. 2. Like, it's, yeah, yeah very much parallels down. to be yeah. drawn there. Definitely. But I, I really enjoyed that chapter. It was cool. It kind of, it seemed, like you say, it's more mature, buddy. Yeah, and great scene setting, and and I think not, there weren't a great deal of attacks on this game from critics, but some people did have a bit of a thing to say about the pacing, and and perhaps sometimes it was a little slow in places. I, I never really agreed. I just wanted to like drink it all in, to be honest. Yeah. Like I'd have sat through three more scene setting chapters without complaining, to be honest, because it's just so well done. Yeah, I, I, I think um, the mocap. Uh, on this game was absolutely fantastic and like you say the um the relationship between the characters as well uh, yeah really really brought this home you know like they're sitting on that sofa staring at each other and having this like cheeky bants or whatever yeah. you want to say <laughs> and they've and got to it the feels stage like you know they can do subtle could... face expressions now yeah totally and it's just i was like this is just so good and the graphics are just so pretty it's amazing, gorgeous, gorgeous. <laughs> like game. so, like we're we're what? Like we're only like four chapters in, and I'm already like, fuck me, wow, on so many different levels. Wow, just want to play already. it again. <laughs> yeah, well, we will one day. Not right Even. now. We need to finish this first, buddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Very good scene setting. So. We move on to chapter five. Chapter five is called Hector Alcazar. Um, cuts to Nate at work. He's doing some paperwork. And uh, and old dead Sam shows up, mate. But he's not dead. He's not dead. Nope. <laughs> he isn't dead. So it turns out Sam didn't die. He was rescued by the uh, prison guards and seen to by a doctor. 
although roughly, as he shows you his wounds, and they look pretty horrifying. Yeah, they're not great. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's an amazing moment. Nate uh, is in absolute shock and disbelief, and you catch up all night. It gives you another option where you can. He asks you what you've been doing, and you can pick basically the story of which game that you want yeah, to kind of one, tell. Yeah, one, two, it. or three, which Great is touch. really cool. I like that. Great touch. Yeah. And uh, and yeah, it you know you see it getting dark when you're first talking to him, and then it cuts, and you're still talking to him as the sun's coming up in the morning. So you've been sitting there all night talking to him, and uh, yeah, he tells you he's in trouble. And, yeah, uh, you get some bad news, but this is where you start finding out more about the pirate booty, buddy. Yeah, because there's that great moment where Nate is sort of like, oh, God, um, you need to meet... He's like, oh, I'm married, and I, I, I didn't even tell you that, I'm married. And then he's like, oh, you'll have to meet Elena. And then he's like, oh, I need to tell Elena about you, because he's yeah. like, I've never mentioned him <laughs> yeah, before. Yeah, and totally. It's really well done. But yeah, so Sam's in trouble and he starts to tell you a story about how uh, he escaped prison with this guy, uh, Hector Alcazar. I keep almost calling him Paco Alcazar, but I need to remember that he plays for Valencia and has nothing to do with this. But yeah, um, so yeah, he. it then cuts to you as Sam you're playing as Sam you're escaping prison with this kingpin guy and yep. he's clearly an absolute nutter of course he um, is hairy moments it, it's nice and challenging I found even on normal going through this bit with the uh, picking up uh, ammo always an issue on these games what did Definitely. you make of this yeah I was going through on hard and yeah it, it's it's always a challenge um, I didn't find this bit as challenges of some other bits, <laughs> I must say, later on sure. in the game. Uh, it does ramp it up a bit later. Um, but yeah, it was nice. Um, once again, it's giving that um, different perspective. Uh, it's showing you how he got out instead of just being like, oh yeah, this guy broke me out of prison. It's like, oh cool, I get to experience that bit, which I really liked. There's a nice turret sequence here as well with a machine gun that you got to kind of get around. Hmm. Um and everything seems good and then Alcazar asks you what you're planning on doing now and you sort of say oh catch up with my brother you know find some cheeky bitch to lay down with yeah. and then uh, and then Alcazar turns naughty and uh, he's like when can you get the treasure I need the treasure you bastard and yeah, I, I drops need Sam off pirate booty. Makes, he puts, holds a knife to Sam's <laughs> yeah I was going to say drops him off like drops kicks, him off yeah just fucking... nice way of doing it it's not yeah. like he got off the bus Sam says he needs six months. Alcazar says you can have three. And uh, then it cuts back and you can see Nate's reaction and, and he's obviously concerned and he suddenly realises... He's got to break the law again, With buddy. a lot of coercion. Yeah. Fuck the Malaysia job, mate. Time to go searching for Avery's treasure all over the world by the looks. And uh, he's certainly not willing to tell Elena about that. No. Nope. We'll get there. And the first point of call is tracking down that crucifix.
we move on to chapter six, shall we? Which is called Once a Thief. Uh, this is really where things started moving for me. I really, I really liked this chapter, and the, it, I've made no secret of the fact that Victor Goddamn Sullivan is one of my favourite video game characters of all time, and his introduction here actually spawned a, an episode title for the JFG podcast, didn't it, buddy? Oh, it did, buddy. Because it's it was compelling and rich, I yeah. would say. Parting with a bunch of crooks, buddy. So, um, indeed. So yeah, uh, it turns out that the crucifix that you need is being auctioned off at some dodgy gathering of crooks, and uh, Sully is the man with a plan. He's got he, he's found a way of getting invites and. Uh, and you and Sam need to infiltrate in there and get in there to steal this crucifix. And yeah, it's kind of it was weird for me because I'd kind of fallen for Sam's character and really liked it, but I loved Sully as well. And genuinely, another example of how good the storytelling is here. I was annoyed that they weren't getting on. <laughs> I wanted them to. Yeah, you know? I, I understand that. That's funny. Um, I this was one of the first moments where I um stopped and took a screenshot buddy because it yeah. looked once again so good with the, <laughs> yeah. the light of the sun kind of going down uh, uh, behind the mansion and the sea and everything but anyway that's just such a good game i took many screenshots during this game um and neither of us are known for that, are we? No, so it's not like I'm like, special. oh, I need to stop this game and take a picture because it's really cool or it looks amazing. It's just like I just I was just like, this is so good. Messing about with that photo mode is really cool. Um, yeah, so uh, they meet up and then they they forge the plan to um, get in. And what happens? They they have to go into like the wine cellars, wasn't it, or something like that? I think. Yeah, it turns out that uh, someone. Uh, has switched the lots around so the original plan doesn't stand. Uh, you find out later on that that was Rafe that paid that paid the the auctioneer off to move Shit the lots around. Bag. Yep, what a fucker. So uh, yeah, uh, they need to pickpocket the waiter for the key card um, to get Sam dressed as a waiter. Meanwhile, Nate will go to the power room and turn the power off, and then Sam can thieve the cross when the power is off and they can all escape out and everyone's a winner and that's the plan so yeah uh the chapter ends when the the power goes out which is after a, a lengthy bit of you and sam having a chat he finds a waiter's uniform you head up um to the power room and uh, knock it off and then all shit goes down buddy yep yeah, all shit goes down um sam nicks the cross uh rafe tries to chase after Sully and he's stopped by one of the armed guards uh, and oosh, it's just a cool level very very cool, lots of different facets about it, great dialogue great setting, uh, you're introduced to Nadine here as well, she kind of collars Sully yes. and starts chatting South to African. him yeah. and the uh, she is the head of a private army and is working with Rafe and Rafe once again displays himself as a fucking twat as he's <laughs> As he insults my Sally buddy, and I'm not very happy about no, it. No, definitely not. How did you find the first, like, st- uh, I guess stealth scene and also, like, gunfighting scene, I think, is in there? Because uh, you stealth it across the rooftops, which I... The first time I did it, I was like, oh, my God. This is... This is different. 
you know, I've got an, a, a different option of how to get around this part of the level. Like, I can either go guns blazing or, like, you know, I can try and maneuver about. And this is where also I found, holy shit, there's more than one way to go. Yeah, which, absolutely. Um, I really liked it. the shit out of me. <laughs> these two these two chapters were basically uh the whole thing was you climbing up to the power and then stealthing your way out so chapter six makes way for chapter seven lights out and you start escaping the mansion down to sully uh, and yeah it introduces all these stealth mechanics with this sort of uh it looks a little unfortunately like the sims thing the diamond the green thing above yeah, their heads yeah what you saying but it gives you the idea of like alertness. So you've got like the bar filling up. You can see if you're being seen. If it goes yellow, then they might investigate or they're at least alert. Alert, yeah. And then if it goes orangey red, then you know they've spotted you and you've got to kind of jog on. Run away. Um, I, throughout this, I kind of found the stealth to be quite difficult. I, I, I found it quite hard to tell. Because of the verticality of this level as you're making your way across the rooftops, I kind of found it hard to tell when someone would be able to see me and when they wouldn't. Yeah, um, I know what you're saying. So I didn't have much joy stealthing this. I ended up just, you know, having to like sprint it and then kind of go guns blazing by the end of it. I ended up um, trying to think how far I got until I had to... I think I got just to the bit before you do the zip lining. Um, so nearly you? there then. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I mean, it took me a few goes, but I, I enjoyed trying to work out the stealth route, which was really cool. I, I enjoyed yeah. that. Um, but yeah, it was, it was that last section, um, like a garden area, I think it was. Sure. Uh, I yeah. didn't realize there was a guy on the roof. So like, I took out... Like the two guards that came down the stairs or whatever. And then, yeah, unfortunately, there was a guy on the roof that spotted me. So he was like the only one that shot the crap out of me. So I was like, oh, fuck this. I'll just sh like, shoot him or whatever it was. <laughs> but then, uh, then it is all action because uh, it's time to get on your zip line, buddy. And, uh,. Smash through a window, I guess. <laughs> and I think that was that's that was the first like if I had to give you like a, my top five moments of this game, yeah. then the bit where the zip line breaks and you like cunt through the window yeah. and, and end up landing beside Sam, who just sort of turns around and is like, Jesus what Christ. You <laughs> just like that that that's such a wonderful moment and suddenly boom, you've done yourself, you're straight into the action again. Sam's in a massive firefight and you need to start like popping headshots straight off the bat. Yeah. Like um Nathan Drake is like the clumsiest like adventurer of the all <laughs> yeah. and he just always gets away with it and i think that's why i like it you know it's funny yeah uh, it's pretty special is there's this this sort of kind of charmed life thing going on isn't there that uh that's quite nice but yeah Definitely. so you, you've basically run and gun your way out of the building and down to the driveway and it starts to look really glum but then Sully just pounds through like the fence with a, a limo and uh, is about ready to pick you up and you, you you make good your escape, you Sam and Sully. You've got the, the cross and you fuck off. Definitely, buddy. End scene.
So then we move on to chapter eight, buddy, which is called The Grave of Henry Avery. And uh, you're in Scotland, and it's such a wonderful contrast to everything that came before graphically. I think this is a really pretty level, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. It's like um, autumn-ish, I would say. I don't know. It kind of had that kind of brownie essence yeah. <laughs> to it, which is a horrible way of describing it. <laughs> no, it is. It's nice. It's, it's kind of autumnal. It's got the sort of red leaves thing going on, and it's... Uh, very pretty, very yeah, pretty, right on the you, coastline. You find out that Rafe's men are blowing the shit out of everywhere with uh, dynamite because yeah, you know, that's their weapon of choice, buddy. Nadine and her funny. crazy mercenaries don't understand the concept of an archaeological dig. No, so they just want to uh, get the job done, so yeah. blow the shit out of everything, yeah. Uh, this is where you first encounter... What was What is the name of the mercenary team? I can't remember. Shoreline is the there name. There you go, of Shoreline. Yeah, you first meet them and... Yeah, um, yeah. This is where this. I, I can't remember the first style section didn't have the tall grass in, did it? No, the the very first section. I've done this many, many times for some reason. Uh, the very first section that you get to, it, you reach a. You take out two dudes. Yeah, you take uh, out as the you two go dudes. Down. And then you make it your way into this big area. You're introduced to dynamite for the first time. There's a box mm. of it there. Um, and you work out that you need to get this crate Ah, oh, that's it, the one, that yellow crate. The first crate of many. Thing? Yes, I love the crates, buddy. So you need so to get the crate, and uh, as you are retrieving the, crea- the uh, crate, then all the shoreline fuckers turn up, and you have to go into, like, beast mode, basically, or stealth mode, at least, depending I on how you're I did this by hiding in that first bit of grass um, at, the, at the bottom of the ruins, that first bit. I managed sure. to get pretty much all of them dead in that bit, which was fun. Uh, bar one, who I just popped up and shot the fuck out of, and he died. So yeah, I, I, uh, I did this as, I did this several different ways, but I eventually found that if you uh, grapple onto the wall uh, on the opposite side of the area to where you arrive, so right far left, like level with the... Uh, rock face that you're going to be going up afterwards. Yeah. You can just grapple on a wall there and eventually all of their patrol paths go past and you can drop them all into the same like bush. <laughs> so. <laughs> well, I mean, we always find some way of just totally fucking the game. Yeah. This was also the very first time that I realised how fun it could be to wreak havoc and then disappear into the grass or shadows. Yeah, so, I know what you're saying. And and also the first time that I realised that projectiles, the enemy doesn't instantly know where you are like they do on yep, some games. Yeah, the grenades, yeah. So very, you chuck the dynamite cool. from 25, 30 yards and they're not going to all look round at where it came from because that's not very realistic at all, is it? So, yeah. It was no. cool cool introduction of some mechanics and an unfortunate introduction to uh, wheeling boxes so that you could get up on things. Love them boxes, buddy. They've so, always got to have something in there that pisses you off a little bit. Oh, gibbons, buddy. So the adventure goes on and you end up in um, the graveyard, I guess, don't you? Yep, you do. You end up in the graveyard and uh, you need to find Henry Avery's grave, which you have in your little journal that it's going to have Beautiful a skull journal. on it some swords uh, a specific date yes um, so it's just a bit of a hunt for the right one isn't it and he's at the back somewhere of course he is fucker right at the back and um by 
doing something? What did you do to it? And it you turn the up. skull because the uh, the Henry Avery sigil has a skull pointing to the right, whereas ah. the one on the gravestone is looking straight at you. So Nate turns ah. the skull around, and it creates some sort of underground passage that you go classic. Down into. And uh, yeah, you go down there, and um, some sort of crypt down there, and uh, this introduces the. Probably the first major puzzle, I suppose, but it's not much of a puzzle, really. You have to light these uh, little pinprick lights up and then align them on a wall. Ah, yes, I remember behind it. Yes, yeah, I do remember right. a bit now. Yeah. So you're looking through and aligning them, and, and, and in doing so, you reveal the, the lock that unlocks the door, and that reveals a, a big stained glass window which points you in the direction of a cave in the distance, which is clearly your next port of call between the yes. three crosses on the mounds. Definitely. So after that, you come back up and stealth section. Bam. Yes. Yeah, there's loads of enemies here. There's also a trophy for this section. Uh, there's a YouTube video. If you watch it, you can do this in a minute. Um it's real simple, but when you first do it, you're like, holy shit, there's people everywhere. I, I was just so confused. I didn't know where to go. Um, and, yeah, like I've said before, JJ really helped me out by saying, yeah, don't go that way. Go this way to start off with and go around there. And then I was like, oh, I did it. Because originally I was trying to head left, like the way ah, I came see, in. I went right. Oh, okay. I tried to hang. I just hanged myself off the edge of that cliff and just waddled way, way along all the way to the edge. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit, there's nowhere to go now. I'm fucked. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you, you get through that section and there's a big old door that you drop down to get shot of all those bastards. Uh, and, yeah, parkour about and take out a few more shoreline, although there's far less of them for the second half of it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, until you get to the cave. Uh, there's some slidey stuff. There's a nice you, level. Um, where In that bit before the cave, like, I didn't know where to go. I, I couldn't find the cave for some reason. I thought, oh, fuck, is it, is it down, down by the sea? So I started... You can climb down the edge of the mountain a bit, and there's like a shipwreck down the bottom there. I was like, what's this? I tried to jump down and died, obviously. Is this the cave but where you, you have to crawl up into the top of it rather than just walking into the main thing? Yes, yes. Then yes, exactly I had exactly the same problem. Did you? I took them all. That's I weird. took all of the fuckers out. Yep, did that. And then I ran past and was like, oh shit, there's a load of grapples here. That would have been fun. And then yeah, I couldn't work out where I was going for a little while. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, like there, uh, I ended up going down the side, and there was a ship there, and I was like, "Oh, I wonder if that's where I'm meant to be." But it wasn't. <laughs> so yeah, that concludes chapter eight, and chapter nine, which is called "Those Who Prove Worthy," uh, starts off with you guys in the cave, and uh, you get to the next big puzzle, which is a, a, a cross and bucket puzzle. Uh, in doing so, you unlock the next door. Um, which is a chamber featuring a, a sort of set of scales with some sort of uh, golden cross on one and coins on the other. Uh, and Nate knows that you don't want to pick up the cross, you want to pick up the coins. Hey, whoa. It's like Indiana Jones, buddy. Yep. And Absolutely. Uh, and this Definitely brings did. about a, yeah. a big light show with a map of Last Kings Crusade. Bay, Madagascar. And that tells you that that's going to be your next stop. But just as you start celebrating... Old, no. that old smelly hoe Nadine tits. turns up, and her cronies. She turns up. 
Yeah, and uh, starts blowing up the place. That will happen. She likes it. Oh no, no, no! Um, we you start walking away, isn't it? It was quite funny. You start stepping away from it, and then they pull out, take the treasure from the the weight yep. system, wasn't it? And then it's like, oh no, shouldn't have done that. Yeah, one of her it's minions funny. picks up the cross, and then the whole the, the floor starts falling in, and it's all hell breaks loose. Uh, and that starts a big old escape where you're climbing up these ridiculous pillars that are kind of arcing around and falling over. And um, I found this very well done. Yeah, very, very really nice. Well done. Um, a big old shootout. I found some sections here a little bit odd where I'd climb up onto a section and be right next to a shoreline fucker who was shooting yeah. me right in the face. But um, that will happen. Yep. Yeah. Overall, there's a big old escape. It culminates in a load of sliding. You basically gravel slide all the way down these cliffs and uh, eventually dive into the sea, swim out to Sully's plane, uh, what he got off the bear from Tailspin. That's what I wrote at like three in the morning yesterday. Uh, I'll do, yeah. Just ignore that, buddy. That's nothing. Uh, yeah, it's fine. But yeah, it was a cool level, and uh, I really enjoyed that whole Scotland section. There was some cool stuff as well in the middle of there with the uh, gravel sliding to get up on pillars, double doubling back on yourself, and some good grappling sections as well. It was just very well done and uh, had a little bit of everything. Good combat, good stealth, good climbing. Did just we get introduced really. to <laughs> so. the sliding in that section? Uh, yeah, yeah. From the very beginning, there was the sliding and stuff there, and uh, you 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 couldn't help but go across the sliding. Some mm. people have a little bit of an issue with that in terms of the gravity defining nature of it, <laughs> um, defying rather. But uh, yeah, it, yeah, you got introduced there. There's a lot of um, stuff. You can tell it's going to be one of these naughty dog mechanics that's going to pop up more and more. Yeah, of course it is. It's it's a cool one though. It's a it's a new one, so I liked it. I must yep. say, I cool. did enjoy it. So we move on to chapter 10, buddy, and this is called The Twelve Towers, uh, and this is where this thing really, really gets going, I think. Uh, you've got a jeep, a 4x4, and uh, there's lots of scudding about. You're in Madagascar, Kings Bay in Madagascar, looking for Avery's treasure or towers or whatever. There's a load of towers to look for, 12 of them in fact, and uh, it's just gorgeous. Just graphically, it's beautiful. The the banter's really great between them, and the Jeep control's really nice, which we'll get back to later. Yeah. Um, I just found this really fun cause, because it, it, it was put together it, it almost like a platformer for vehicles kind of thing, you know? With, I get with that. The, the way you got to kind of winch up to things and the way you've got to go up rocks. Yeah. Did, did you enjoy this? I did enjoy it because it felt, once again, quite open. Um, like I could go and explore all different Multiple routes. Multiple routes. 
but then I'd always end up in the same place. And yeah. once again, it comes down to level design. So well done. Really, really well done. Yep, absolutely. And also searching for them trinkets and treasures, buddy, again. Like, I had to, like, I saw something, I'd be like, right, go get out of here. Oh, there's a cave. Go, go investigate that. It's cool. Did you um, find the well bit where you go down it and you have to take the winch all the way down? Yep, I did. Yep. I thought that was cool. So, like, you're taking the winch all the way down there, pulling it uh, around um, one of the rafters or whatever, and then, yeah, using that to get the treasure. Like, I, I thought that was, like, you know, part of the game. Like, oh, I, I have to go this way to progress. But, nope, it's just for a little bit of treasure. I was, like, was going to say, that that's, that's cool. what's exceptional about it as well, is that that was, that was, for, uh, <laughs> that was for a collectible. Yeah. That whole totally. bit, you know. Which is probably, you know, in other games you would probably find that as the, the main route through. But yeah, it exactly, just, and that's what I thought. I thought it was. So yeah, you do a lot of driving around, a lot of scudding up and down places. There's lemurs bounding around and eagles flying overhead and all sorts, and it's very beautiful. Um, probably the standout set piece on this level is a, a fight around a drawbridge where you reach a fort and... Uh, you make your way up and, and you have to work out a way of getting up there, queue another box on casters, and then you, you start lowering the drawbridge, shoreline turn up. Pesky snipers, buddy. Yep. Pesky snipers. They did my head in a little bit there until I uh, realised I could just uh, absolutely annihilate them by getting a sniper myself. And then I yeah. like, you're dead, son. Which was very helpful. It was a really cool uh, little cutscene there. And um, just before that, before you get down to the drawbridge, um, where you scale the tower, buddy, like a Ubisoft game, uh, and you could see out all over the cities and stuff. Once again, looking so good. Yep. Yeah. Very, very pretty. Uh, So, yeah, big old fight, and eventually you lower the drawbridge, and you get to the the big tower that you needed to get to, and um, you get to this... Basically, this big mural on a wall, which Sully accurately realizes is a map, uh, and it, they work out that there's only two remaining towers that it could be. Uh, at which point, Shoreline try and trap you again, and this is the first, I think, the first introduction of tank-like enemies, bullet spongy ones with the shotguns and stuff from the old Uncharted games. Yeah, never, I'm not a big never fan. a fan. No. Never a fan of these boys. Very gamey. Um, Possibly an example of Naughty Dog having to tick the boxes, uh, yeah, rather I than so. something. I that found I found the way to get rid of these is uh, deal with them very quickly with grenades or rocket yeah. launchers or grenade launchers, anything that puts a lot of power behind them, and get get rid of them quickly because if you don't, you're going to get flanked by the other chumneys and then you are totally fucked. One thing I liked about the melee on this was that you could actually attack those with melee, and if you did That's so, true. it was two. It was like two melees rather than one. One to like take their helmet off, and then another yeah. one to kill them. That was quite nice. But obviously, you didn't. You couldn't really do that when there's two or three of them running about because they're just no. shotgun you to death. Yes. But yeah, it's uh, it, it's it was all right. This fight. It was a little bit claustrophobic, a little bit annoying. I'm not a fan of these bullet spongy enemies, to be honest. But. Uh, Either way, you finish them all off, you escape, and you decide between you that 
it, the only way to do it really is if Sam goes and looks at one of the towers and you and Sully go and look at the other one. Yes. So we move on to chapter 11. This is hidden in plain sight. Uh, this was a good one for me. I really yeah, enjoyed very this cool. Chapter. You're in the market here, and uh, this is. Uh, it might be the first time I've seen Naughty Dog try and create some sort of like realistic living? environment. Yeah. Like yeah. a living, breathing world. You know, yeah, you can go true. and pat the cows, and there's a lemur, or you can buy an apple off of someone. And, yeah, um, and then the apple gets stolen by the little lemur or whatever it was, wasn't yeah. it? That it's very cool. well done, isn't it? It's very it's nice. It's really well done, yeah. Do you like the way that he, uh, like, moves his body around to get through the crowds? Yes. I prefer it to him not doing it, definitely. Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> it would be really weird if he didn't. Um, Love the bit where Sully finds the shirt that he's wearing. Yeah. That is funny. That's it's very really good. good. And yeah, this is another puzzle, really, because there's a selection of different bells with different symbols on them, and you clearly need to ring them in a sequence. But that involves climbing up and down this tower across. I the like mechanisms. the fact that it was like a vertical puzzle. That was cool. It was really good. It was. Mm. It was very very cool. And uh, I really like the climbing he does on cogs and stuff, where he has to like scurry up them rather yeah. than like fall down and that. I really like that stuff. But in classic Nathan Drake style, fucks it so hard. <laughs> he it certainly does. It's, it's all a bit buggered. The whole thing falls down. <laughs> Sully, so funny. Amazing that Sully lives to tell yep. the tale. True. And, but he gets and it right. Yeah, true. And that obviously, once again, opens up an underground world. Or dungeon-esque yep. cavern. Something. Which leads through to uh, some sort of room, and there are there's some sort of grid in front of you, and portraits off in either direction. And there's another puzzle here. I wasn't so keen on this one, if I'm honest, but uh, it was a puzzle where there were uh, little dots and dashes to line up on the sides of different pictures, and you needed to look at uh, little patches on portraits to work out which way round you needed the symbols to be. Uh, it was yeah. a little bit cumbersome. Uh, it was all right, but yeah, it was. Uh, there were some nice pictures there, including a wonderful uh, portrait of my favourite bit, Guybrush Threepwood, fucking from Monkey brilliant. Island. I could as soon as I saw, I couldn't believe it. And I was just like. No, like just one of the, like, it, like the twelve founders or whatever it is or, or whatever yeah. they're called, and they're and like, I don't, there, don't know who this guy I, is. Don't know who he is, but then like throughout the game, there's all like quotes from the game, and I was just like, this is so well, kind of like hidden in. Well, it's it's right in front of you, but it's like I don't know if you didn't know about it. You wouldn't know about it, but I was like, this is absolutely, I don't know, it was amazing. I, I enjoyed it so much. It was so Just imagining cool. that moment at Naughty Dog HQ where they were like, I know. And then yeah. they blatantly had like a meeting where they were like, oh, Rick, do you think we could actually do that? Yeah. <laughs> and they like planned it all out. It's so good. It's, it's fucking amazing. Like, oh, just brilliant. That really just set it like above everything else because it's like it's not taking itself too seriously now as well because for such like a mature serious adventure game it's also 
well, hey, we're we're throwing this in there because yeah. like, it's really funny. Not too po-faced. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. No. Wonderful. I, I don't think it's an Easter egg because it was just, as you say, it was like no, hidden it's in right. plain it's sight. Just hidden in plain sight. Yeah. It's just like, oh, who's this guy? We just don't know. You know, kind of thing. Very cool. Yeah. So yeah, there's some texting back and forth with Sam here because he knows a little bit more than Nate does, and that's the first time you kind of realise that actually Sam's kind of more knowledgeable and yes. kind of that's his big brother role kind of taking over. But they work it all out, and then uh, then there's a bit of a shitter because Sam's clearly in bother, and Rafe is kicking about, and he knows where you all are. Why is that, buddy? Because of uh, find my iPhone app or whatever. Yep, GPS bullshit. It can happen. Fuck's sake. Technology, buddies. The Get a burner, mate. Schoolboy. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what happens. Um, that's how we roll, buddy. And this leads to, yeah, you're escaping the village, and then this is the big Jeep chase, and this was the big set piece from the E3 demo. And I was really looking forward to this ever I, since I, I saw was, the E3 demo. I was so I was happy like, when I reached this moment, buddy. Yeah, and then what, buddy? Oh, fuck me. The handling on that Jeep was fucking terrible, even though I'd already driven it. That was the thing that annoyed me the most about it, was that I'd been driving this Jeep for some time, and it seemed very controllable. Then all of a sudden, in the one section that I was most looking forward to, it was like I was on a fucking toboggan run. Like, I was like street losing. It was crazy. Hmm. Um, yeah, I, I just found it completely unresponsive, like you say, just sliding about all the place. I, I ended up hitting so many walls. Like, when I wanted to be, like, slick and skillful, it just it wouldn't let me. Uh, hey, it was a really good scene. And then, obviously, um, ends up on in the action chase where you grappling hook on. And, yeah, you go through all the, like, the whatever fields they are, um, vegetable fields. I don't know. Yeah. And you've got that whole Uncharted 3 thing, jumping from vehicle to vehicle there yep. as well. Uh, that fucked up a few times on me, uh, which is fine. Um, it's it's just like one of those things. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. I feel You feel like you can make a certain jump and the game just won't allow it, which is a shame. Yeah. Um, the, it doesn't ruin it that much, because like, I expect it um, from from it now, because obviously I've I've been through it so many times, but... It would be nice if if it would just work. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. So yeah, how does that end up? Um, obviously it ends with uh, saving him. Um, yeah, then, you chase after <laughs> Sam. I like the bit where uh, they're like fighting about get in the car, get on the bike, get in the car, get on the bike. Kind yeah, of <laughs> pretty good. That yeah, you good. end up in this. Uh, what I think is a very well done set piece where the jeep's been rolled you're stuck inside it and you have to kind of crawl out and it's all catching fire around you i thought that was really really well done and then yes. you then uh, the enemies pull up outside and they're like oh there's no way he's alive in there but there's none uh, of this like pow. standard video game bullshit where they just fuck off but they're still out there when you get out and then you have to like gun them down and then you escape yeah. and uh yeah, it's quite the set piece, and then that's the end of the scene. You escape out of there, and uh, then it cuts to a set piece where you're uh, in the village, and you're heading into your hotel, and you're quite excited about everything. You open up your hotel room door, and you've been, up until this point, we're on chapter 11 here, and you've been lying to Elena all this time about where you are. You've been saying you're on the Malaysia job, um, 
and you open up the hotel room door and there she is. Welcome back to the JFG Uncharted 4 spoiler cast. Uh, we unfortunately kind of ran out of steam last time we were recording this because we uh, did some sort of back-to-back bumper recording session, didn't we, buddy, with Podcast 63 for two hours. and There, then... was, there was about three and a half hours of recording. Yeah, and <laughs> it, it was a I long was very one. very tired. And, and it's yeah. one of those things, isn't it, with a game like Uncharted where we kind of thought, you know, we'll do a spoiler cast, it'd probably take an hour or so, we'll just go through some of the story beats and stuff. See, but I was like, yeah, half an hour, we'll smash it out of the park. It won't take <laughs> it's long never going to, to talk about a fucking game, will it? No, no. It can happen, buddy, it really can. Oh, I'm, I'm glad I'm not editing it, that's all. <laughs> It'd be cool. Enjoy. I'm looking forward to it, buddy. Gibbons, buddy. <laughs> so I guess we pick up where we left off. Um, I was pretty much falling asleep, and uh, we were just finishing off chapter eleven. From what yes, I we had uh, we had just spoken about uh, that that awful moment where everyone's pretty chipper because they escaped out alive and they know where to go for the treasure, and they walk into the hotel room and there's Elena who's tracked Nate down and they have that big bust up so that's where we left off last time buddies and uh, yeah essentially Elena storms out and Sully goes after her on Drake's request and uh, Nate and Sam set off for the treasure pirate booty uh, buddy let's get some of that so this is chapter 12 at sea Uh, you and Sam in a boat in the Mediterranean looking for Avery's shit and uh, <laughs> this, I this was one of my favourite chapters in the whole game because yes. there'd been a huge amount since pretty much, you know, there'd been like three or four chapters in a row of heavy gunplay yep. and stealthiness uh, and uh, action packedness. Yeah. yeah, and this, and then suddenly, despite the fact that Nate's uh, got a face like a slapped ass after the fight he had with Elena, <laughs> there's. It's it's a it's a tropical paradise. There aren't any enemies to to deal with. You just do a lot of bread and butter uncharted work, lots of parkour, and um, it's just gorgeous to look at. Some really interesting puzzles, and uh, yeah, I just thought it was cool. Nice little touch where you can kind of drive the boat and you sort of island hop. Um, yeah, and that, that, section... that whole section of. Following the arrows and stuff like that, I yeah, I, I got a bit lost. I'm not gonna lie, you know, it's easily done. It was uh, a bit tricky at first, but when I was like, oh yeah, it's under the water. I get you, me underwater yeah. kind of thing. And then another nice touch where you have to park the boat by that pillar so you can get up as well. I quite like that. Yes, yes. Once again, adding like another little dynamic to the the climbing puzzles and stuff like that. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, very cool. And then. Uh, Another really good puzzle with the uh, 
the big uh, pirate ship wheel in the middle of the room and having to uh, do this. Is it the sigils on the wall where you have to kind of rotate them and move them into the light and, and symbols and stuff? I thought that was quite cool as well. And it brings up the various statues. And uh, as they notice one of the statues is missing, Avery is one, and then they pop up out of the ground and there's a giant Avery statue. Classic Avery, buddy. Ugh. Uh, what a card he is, mate. What a card. And there he is, and off you go, you know, you go over there, and you're like, what What am I meant to be seeing? And it's like, oh, look through his, was it, single nocular, whatever that's called. Cheeky little telescope, and it points to the island where the treasure must be. Gibbons, and, uh, that brings us round quite nicely to the, the the scenes from the start of the game where you're in the ship with Sam and... Uh, Firstly, buddy... On that last chapter, though, I, I managed to get a fantastic picture, which is on our JFG community, of uh, Nate doing a massive cannonball off the side of the mountain. <laughs> yeah. It was the moment where you see like Avery's statue come up, and it's like, oh, how am I going to get over there? I'm like, well, clearly, I'm just going to jump off this cliff and Aim for swim the bushes. across. Yeah, I'll be all right. <laughs> Obviously not, but yeah, I got a nice picture of him <laughs> mid-flight. It was funny. Beautiful stuff. Yeah. yeah. One of my favourite chapters, as I said. Lovely change of pace, just what you needed at the time. Definitely. And, uh, and then ties us into, as I say, that, that prologue chapter with the, the boat. And uh, I, I didn't hugely enjoy that first chapter. I understood why it was there, but I, there was a part of me that was a little bit worried I was going to have to do more of that. Uh, actually play more of that like boat combat stuff yes, uh, at this I, point but it, it, sure it didn't that. do that it was just cut scenes and uh, and it brings us into chapter 13 this was a good one buddy wasn't it yeah the weather's gone to shit and you are marooned and Sam is nowhere to be seen and you, you're pretty fucked up at this point and uh it's just a lot of you staggering and trying to climb, and I think this was done pretty well. There's um, a lot of games have tried to do this where the character's kind of battered, and it can be a little annoying. Uh, I, I don't think you've played it, but the very beginning of the Phantom Pain, the new Metal Gear, um, okay, yeah, is like half an hour of you kind of staggering down uh, corridors. Like, uh, <laughs> do you remember the Order eighteen eighty six? That section where he's oh, staggering, God, that, yeah. that was done badly. That's the situation. worst. <laughs> I did not enjoy that, but this was, you know, this was this was fine because you know he shook it off after a while, and then this was another one of those sections where, like, one, I didn't know where the fuck I was going, but two, it steered me in the right direction, even though I felt like I had the opportunity to go anywhere I wanted, kind of thing. And it was, and that's the sign of a good so level design is yes. is when you it doesn't feel telegraphed but it is it's just fooling you and uh, a lot of the old Valve games were were very very good with that and Naughty Dog have kind of got the same sort of thing going on and they certainly have improved since considering there are separate ways to go in this game compared to the previous Uncharted's as well they've got much better at subtly telegraphing your next moves definitely buddy and this also brought in a nice little surprise that I just felt wow like, I didn't expect it coming. It was the old, uh, the piton, buddy. 
Yeah, especially so late in the game as well. Yeah, like we're, we're well over halfway through and they introduce a, a new mechanic and it does kind of freshen things up, doesn't it? It gives you more it options really for climbing. It really did. Like, I mean, it's nothing new to this style of like adventure game. Um, Lara Croft, like the, the most recent ones, they've been doing it all the time with the ice picks and stuff. But like, just to have it there, I was just like, oh, okay. Because like, you know, they've... They've developed the climbing dynamics on this game so well. And, you know, it, it feels like the best climbing I've ever done in a game. And then yeah. to add this as well, it's just like, oh, brilliant. You know, I've got another another option or something to use. And, yeah, it just it, it just mixed it up a little bit and, you know, made it a bit more interesting for the, like, the, the last half of the game, I think. And I really liked as well how, although it was it was kind of freeing in that you could suddenly climb places you couldn't before... There was still that restriction where if you didn't go quite far enough, you couldn't you couldn't like jump off of that piton yeah. and piton again. You know, no, you had yeah. to you had, you to, had get to, to be acre, calculated yeah. to, to yeah, a definitely. degree. Was and, this um, the um, the time where we start finding out that Avery is a bit of a bit of a motherfucker and like because I remember finding that you know uh, where you get the piton, there was like you start finding letters of. Um, other pirates trying to like track him down and stuff like that did it kind of yeah i mean the, the piton is actually uh hanging up a skeleton upside down where exactly. a guy's been trying to climb the rock wall and, and yeah you start getting uh, some letters and stuff getting an idea of what an asshole <laughs> all of these yeah. guys were they were motherfuckers but i suppose is... they were pirates so it's to be expected but it yes, kind of been romanticized more up until that point hadn't it? yeah it really had you know like the whole one for all and all for one kind of um, thing like utopia where we all put our money into one pot but now it's like okay maybe not <laughs> yeah yeah it certainly brought a dark undertone and, and coupled with the fact that uh, you were stranded the weather's uh, you know it's in the middle of a massive storm you don't yeah. know what's happened to no. Sam and after and it's such term. a contrast after being in that like uh, utopia place of the it last is. chapter isn't it it's like oh god <laughs> and in that last chapter as well uh, as you sort of look through the telescope and everything the weather starts rolling in really yeah. nicely and uh, yeah it's all very sort of ominous and dark so yeah you it's a um, nice change it keeps it going doesn't it, it keeps it you moving. work your way through don't you and and uh, and eventually you bump into Sam once again after all of that and uh <laughs> And then that brings us on to the next chapter, buddy. Yeah, and join me in paradise, buddy. Yeah, which starts with the the uh, Drake brothers having a big old fight because Nate's starting to think, you know what, this is a fucking right old shambles, son. And uh, he's probably right to think that, but at the same time, just as they're in the middle of some sort of contentious debate, uh, Nate notices a sigil and they're away again and they they find the Lost City, the one they've been looking for this whole time. Yeah, this was a very cool area. I liked it a hell of a lot. Um, there, there were so many like things to interact with. Again, like um, even though it's not like a, a bustling city like um, the ones before, you know, that we spoke about um, touching up the balls and, you know... Yeah. Getting attacked by a monkey and things, uh, you know, there was still a lot of interactive stuff in here, and it was fun to explore and find out more about this area, about like how it came about, and and then um, is it in this one you start finding more about how there was like an uprising and stuff like that, or you know, it's starting to uh, link together this whole oh what 
why why were all these like underground things built and stuff like that what what starts questioning it even more absolutely yeah and uh, there's some great verticality here with the level design as well in that uh, a lot of these buildings are essentially ruins at this point so you're finding yourself climbing up sunken floors and scouring over the top of roofs to get across buildings and stuff and uh, yeah it's just it's just gorgeous you've got this huge treasury in the distance that you're working your way towards and the way it's kind of overgrown was very reminiscent of The Last of Us to me, the way they sort of over, yes. yeah, yeah, overgrown city there. It's yeah. uh, sort of a little bit of a touch back to that. And it was very, very cool and really enjoyable. There's um, a nice puzzle towards the end of it as well, climbing up a chandelier and across some paintings to get to the next section. And there's some great moments of dialogue as well, including a, a, an opportunity to sit down pretending to have a beer with Sam and just have a bit of a chat, you know, and clear the air. So lots of story stuff and just gorgeous looking, but things turn sour, don't they, buddy? Yeah, you start to see, like, the kind of civil war aspects kicking off, don't you, at at the end of this chapter, and you're like, okay, these these guys are a bunch of cunts. (laughs) And then to make matters worse, you come face-to-face with Nadine and Rafe once again. and uh, Just to make it more fun. Yep. Sam kind of gets the jump on Nadine after a bit of a fist fight and then Rafe turns up. He's a right fucker, that fella. And, He's a mother uh, licker, buddy. He is. And there's a, I had a little bit of a problem with the tone here and I'm not going to go into, like, I'm not going to say I had a massive problem with it because the whole Uncharted, it's like the cutscenes tone and the gameplay tone has always been separate and you have to kind yeah, of accept true. that. Like, Nate's a much nicer guy in the cutscenes. In the game, he's murdering hundreds of people yep. and in the cutscenes he doesn't he wouldn't dream of firing a weapon and, and that's that's okay I can kind of get on board with that but it's it the did. same with like um, Tomb Raider though she's meant to be this like innocent you know <laughs> yeah. young girl but then like she, she hasn't got any issues like just fucking chucking a bow and arrow or an arrow through anyone's skull kind of thing it's, it's, it's just ch- what it is isn't it Really. But it's just the way that Rafe actually kind of says it in this one. He's like, no, you know, he 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 hasn't got it in him. He wouldn't. He, they wouldn't shoot anyone in cold blood or something, is what he said. And you're thinking, yeah. I, I must have killed a thousand yeah. men at this point. And, or uh, like, you the know, population of South Africa is dwindling as a result. <laughs> <laughs> I, de- I definitely strangled, you know, at least thirty people because I got that achievement. Yeah. I, could have, I don't know if uh, it was 30. I could have yeah. knocked them out, but no, no, I snapped all their necks. Ah, yes. That's, that's, that's what you got to do. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah, there's a big old uh, bit here, and this is the moment when Nate realises Sam's been lying to him all that time, and, and it was pretty powerful, wasn't it? When oh, you found God, I was not happy. I was like, <laughs> what? I was literally just like, I'm going to turn my back on this guy right now. Just As he says, away. like he he, th- he gave up his life for this because yeah, he thought Sam exactly. was in trouble. You know, this is like my brother has come to me because his life is in danger, and if we don't find this treasure, he's gonna die. So I'm like, well, okay, that like I already feel bad because you know I left him there for dead as I thought he was dead, and now I I I've got this urge to repay him. For his, what, 15 years or whatever that he's been in that prison or, or whatever. Yep. And it's just like, what, you made that up? But yeah, proper proper backstab. Didn't like that. But then again, fucking, it makes that story so much better, once again. It does. And 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 
I, I was very suspicious of Sam, and, and you yeah. knew there was something going on. But you just didn't know quite what it was. He's a dodgy uh, cunt. Yeah, I mean they've they've done it with with Uncharted before, where you know people have been working for the people and you don't expect and kind yeah. of thing like that. But yeah, I mean Sam was essentially screwing over everyone at this point. So yes, that's, and that's uh, pretty... yeah, no one was happy about it. So yeah, uh, they try and strike a bit of a bargain. Rafe's clearly a bit of a psychopath, and Nadine starts threatening she's just going to off them anyway. And uh, Rafe says that he needs Sam, but he doesn't need Nate. Squares up to shoot Nate, and uh, Sam dodges into the way, takes one in the shoulder, and Nate disappears off the cliff. And uh, once again, being the clumsiest slash luckiest motherfucker <laughs> of all time. <laughs> lands on the deck uh, survives okay and uh, who should come to his aid as he loses consciousness but one Elena who was uh, clearly tracked him all the way buddy I really enjoyed it I was like here we go we're back again but she was like you're still a cunt I was like yeah, she was uh, sticking to your guns I like that just really good what goes unsaid here that there was no they didn't thrust a scene in front of us where she talks Sully into taking her to where they've gone or anything yeah. like that it's, it's all just read but you can imagine them having that conversation and that's that's just good story writing I think definitely, definitely sometimes so. things need to be left unsaid and you kind of put the pieces together yourself and it makes it far more enjoyable doing so So yeah, uh, uh, Nate drifts out of consciousness, and we cut back to our second prequel moment of the, uh, you know, back to the, what was the what's the, the first chapter proper, I suppose, in the whole game when Nate's little and so Sam, and they're looking for their mother's journals. And uh, I thought it was nice, obviously, because you know he's gone unconscious, so it's the perfect opportunity to go back in time. Yeah, you know. I really liked it. I like how things tie together. I've seen some some critical... I don't know. I think some people kind of didn't want to be taken out of the adventure at this stage in the game. And I've seen some people say that it's a bit of a sort of padding and pacing moment to do it. I don't really agree. I kind of think that... Perhaps that's just a bit of a misconception of video games, just because most video games aren't written like movies are. Yeah, yeah. But if if, if they did this in a film, then it, it, it you wouldn't say it's padding. You'd, no, you'd not say at all. It's it's context. You yeah. Know? And and I think it needed it. And I, and I wanted to return back to that. I want, and and you could tell that they were going to when they disappeared off on the bike. But um, I really yeah, liked because this. you know you're you're on the hunt for something. You know. You can't just leave it at that, can you, in that situation? Exactly. So this begins chapter 16. It's called The Brothers Drake. Uh, you cut back to Drake and Sam. They're, uh, they've arrived at the place where they're going to try to rob their mum's stuff back, this big old mansion. And uh, it's a very slow-paced level as you you know get into the loft of this building and then just do a bit of exploring. There's some. It's like you said, though, this has got a lot of like context and stuff behind it. So, like, yes, um, at the moment, you're you're you think that Sam is a massive cunt. 
because he is. And then this kind of like starts swaying you back around, which I kind of liked. It, it was really good. And uh, I liked, there was so much to it. The fact that you could put various hats on and yeah, uh, I did like put that. some that music fun. on and stuff. It was um, just a really nice sort of. It's one of those levels like where you have sim. to go into every nook and cranny, wasn't it? You, yeah. You just had to. And then um, you you end up in the, that large main room, I, I'm going to call it, you know, and you have to do like the, the small jumping puzzle. And once again, like even as a youth, he was a clumsy retard, like <laughs> loads of stuff over. But yeah, you get in, you get the keys and everything. And then um, uh, you end up finding your mother's journal and oh, shit. Caught in the act, buddy. Yeah, Caught you find the owner, the some sort of very, very old lady who has clearly been an explorer, which is why she's got so yes. much. And, uh, yeah, she's got a gun and she looks like she's going to use it, but uh, they just about get in time to, to tell her that uh, who, the, who they are. And um, she knows who they were, and it turns out she'd, she'd bought the stuff because... Uh, their mother was her assistant and yes, they used to work together. They were working together, yeah. And she ended up saying, hey, yeah, you take it, you know. And then the cops turn up, buddy, obviously. Yeah, she'd already called them, unfortunately. Uh, so the, she calls the cops and then she cops it, buddy. Oh, nice. Well played. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. A, an unfortunately timed heart attack and it suddenly looks as though these two boys have murdered this old lady, so they've got yep. to get out there quick smart, and uh, that's exactly what they do. Uh, yes. I got caught here like several times. I don't know about you. Did you struggle to know I which direction to be going in? I didn't have any issues with this. I got through <laughs> it straight off the bat, but, you know, it is what it is. It's funny that we uh, we got stuck in completely different places, and whatever place I got stuck in, you you nailed yep. first time, and whatever you it's, it's got stuck, weird, I nailed first it? time. It's, it's, it's just one of those games. I mean, I'd hate to be the person that just gets stuck in all the places. That would that would suck. Yes, yes. <laughs> it goes to show how difficult it is, like yeah, to make definitely. a level consistently challenging, but yeah. to the right difficulty level for everyone. Gibbons. So yeah, you escape the cops. And disappear off into the city, but obviously you can't go back to the orphanage, and you're going to have to start a new life, basically. And that's kind of the origin story of of Nathan, Nathan Drake, isn't it? That's Drake, that is where he my becomes name. the person that he is going to be. Yeah, or because was. Sir Francis Drake had heirs, buddy. Yep. There you go. So why why can't we be then? So yeah, I, I enjoyed this level. There was I was kind of torn because I was really enjoying where we were up to in the story, but I understood why it was there and yeah. quite enjoyed it as I was playing through. But uh, lots of great dialogue, as, as you'd expect. And uh, that draws the chapter to a close, and we move on to the next one. Time to wake up, buddy. <clears throat> yep. This is chapter 17. It's called For Better or Worse. A uh, little aside to Nate and Elena's marriage, which may or may not be in, in on the rocks, so to speak. But Just she's found you, and she picks you up, and the two of you head towards New Devon. Yeah, and she seems to be on board with that, which is good. Like, like I said before, I really liked how everything was not forgiven. She was like a bit of a hard ass on him, yeah. and he was just continuously trying to like apologise or do anything um to to make it up kind of thing it was it was good um i liked the puzzles in this area it was uh 
it was cool, you know, like getting back to that co-op thing with the getting the winch back out. You know, big fan of the winch. <laughs> yeah, I like the winch as well, and the uh, the lock system as well, opening up the gates to drive through the sort of uh, dried out streams and that sort of thing. Mm. I really like the way they use. I didn't think I would like this, but it, in this and in Chapter Ten, when you're uh, in Madagascar, I, I really enjoyed the way that the the four by four sequences were like a platformer. <laughs> like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was basically driving platforming. And if you'd said to me before I played the game that that was going to be in there, I'd have said to you, "That's going to be a fucking terrible thing." Yeah, that's a bad um, idea. But it wasn't. It wasn't. No, it worked. All. It worked well. It was good. Yeah, definitely. Um, I like. Um, I think it was this chapter, like you know, like with the lift, and you have to like climb up beside the lift and things like that. Yeah, and this then, was tough. Uh, I thought. Yes, I found this section pretty hard because one, there's like no cover, so it's like either like hang off the edge and try and like pistol them. Um, but yeah, I, I had to redo this section a fair bit. I, I don't think it was like ridiculous it wasn't one of those moments where you get bombarded by enemies it was just like oh i've got to play this really quite clever like that where was are the you thing going? because they were shooting at you from pretty much all angles that was mm. the difficulty and uh, and they all had the vantage points of being above you at all yeah. times and i was like oh, this is not good <laughs> and it's clever as well thing. like as the lift is rising then it brings more and more enemies on various different heighted platforms yeah. into play so yeah I, th- I thought it was pretty cool and um you get up to the top, climb the waterfall, and arrive in New Devon. The lift stuff was cool. Uh, uh, Elena seemed to be basically Tomb Raider in this one. Like she yeah, suddenly she was, was able very to. Very impressive. Yeah, <laughs> oddly so, I think. But and, uh, uh, I love the fact that Nate was like, "When? What? What? You, how did you do this? Like, when did <laughs> you get so good at this kind of thing?" It was yeah. funny. But yeah, it, it was good. Um, I must say, like, um, going into... I I stopped playing at the end of Chapter 17 going into 18. And uh, I was really, really excited to carry this on. Um, Unfortunately, I found, like, when I got back to it, like, going into Chapter 18, it wasn't as fun. Like, um, uh, it was still good, but I, I... Because I've had all this, like fun times in the car and stuff like that and then jumping into well we'll talk about it now pretty much jumping into this section i felt a bit underwhelmed i don't know why but anyway um yeah chapter 18 new devon buddy Uh, jumping into all that water i guess (laughs) yeah you arrive at new devon which is the sort of uh estate of mansions for all the big pirates and um you got Avery's building at the very end, looking over them, and that's obviously where you need to get to. And what follows is essentially a gigantic stealth section involving yeah. uh, sort of sunken buildings and and uh, a lot of swimming about and hiding. and And it's it was quite difficult. And yeah, I didn't find it especially fun. And I don't know if it's because I'd kind of had my fill of this style of gameplay in mm, the section possibly. before. I think perhaps that might be the case because. There was a lot of very similar gameplay to this, uh, the chapter before you're confronted by uh, Nadine and Rafe uh, yeah. across the mountains and stuff. But um, I still quite, it was still quite clever. The level design was quite cool. And um, this is the sort of level that I will go back to in order to stealth it and try out different ways of doing it rather than 
but as you say, it wasn't especially enjoyable after what had come. It was kind of yeah. the journey was the enjoyable bit. I, I feel than... like I stopped playing at the wrong moment. Which yeah, is very perhaps. unfortunate. Once again, I've, I picked the like the wrong moment to stop playing the game, which is really <laughs> dumb. Um, th- I think this was the section uh, like you're on about. Like, um, there's the stealth section bit, and um, part of the building is sunken. Yes, that's right. Yeah, and th- this was the section I spoke about in a previous podcast where I jumped up, shot a load of people, and then just dove back into the water hid yep. underneath them so they couldn't see me and then did it over and over again and I was like ah oh, this it's not how I want to be doing this game but it's going to get me through it kind of thing it will get me past this section so I just stuck with it and I was like oh, yep. I really want to try and stealth this because by this point I'd, I'd gotten to a stage where I was like oh okay I understand the stealth mechanics quite well and I can get myself through it which is good yeah. without getting spotted. And I, I can take people down quickly and cleanly, in a way. But and yeah, you, the, you, really, you start just, to realise what you can get away with in terms yeah, of enemies that, that's spotting That's the thing. You. By this point, yeah, you, you know how to push the boundaries that little bit yeah. too far. And... Uh, you can yeah, dive across the, the front of people, and and it won't. They their their meter won't fill up quickly enough. For exactly. Them to see. Yeah. As long as you get into some kind of cover or. Um, Large Long bush, grass. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Assassin's Creed style. Love it. Uh, this 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 um chapter actually probably featured my least favorite uh, piece of the entire game, if I'm honest. And that is when you first get into Avery's mansion. There's a, yeah. a big fight with several bullet sponges and yes, a lot of little pillars. Bad. I found it really, really frustrating and. Not particularly fun, to be honest. No, this took me like at least five or six attempts. Like, like I said, um, I think once again it was in the previous podcast. It was like, right, the big fuckers. You need to just like throw grenades at them and yeah. kill them straight away. Otherwise, everyone else is going to flank you and you will die. And it's true. It's a toughie that that section. I must say, it's when you first get into like the the main uh, like stairwell. I think it was. Was it? Yeah, like a you go up the stairs and then that yeah. whole section. Yeah, and I want to feel like a badass. I don't want to. I don't want to be playing the game in black and white as I'm like a bullet from death and yeah. diving out of cover and stuff. It's True. just it, it's not very empowering, and it just felt a little an unnecessary, to be honest. I, I think like if we played it on easy, then that would not have happened. No, it'd like, been fun, all, but you yeah. know, normal is normal, and you presume that True. that's how the game's you intended should, yeah, to be yeah, played. Like, so that is like an average gamer uh, should play it like that. I also uh, I, I like this um, level, um, like the story. Um, yeah, there was. Um, this is where you start seeing uh, seeing all the you know uh, conflict within those people as well. They don't trust anyone, and uh, it has that beautiful moment after that um that yeah uh, shambles of a of a gunfight section and um yeah you go into the dining room i think it, yep. it is there isn't it you go into the dining room they're all sitting there apart from oh two of them classic yep. buddy and they were all poisoned who'd have thought it by avery and two mm. guybrush he's dead mate Guybrush is gone. Yeah, he's dead. Yeah, unfortunate. No more Monkey Island. (laughs) 
so that'll lead us into um, Avery's office in chapter 19, and I believe into your least favourite section of the whole game, buddy. I really enjoyed this, buddy. It was oh, like- <laughs> this is the the uh, Avery's descent, is this chapter, and uh, just a big old tunnel section, basically, with a selection of traps and... Um, <sighs> Yeah, lots of explosive corpses, and then a load of shoreline chucked in at the end as well. Um, floor puzzle was reasonably fun with the symbols, but, you know, uh, I, I played a lot of The Witness, buddy, so I didn't really enjoy that much. <laughs> yeah. But no, yeah, what I, did you I make of just, this lot? I had, this was shit. This was the moment in the game of the fucking blue zombies or whatever. Like, they were like, <laughs> oh... It was. This was that section where you have, like, fucking alien devil people that are on fire. But no, no, they're just fucking zombified dead people uh, that just explode as you walk past them. Which I hated this section. I absolutely detested this section. Because, again, you're you're playing basically the whole level in black and white as you keep dive rolling out the way of explosion after explosion, and there's way too many of them, and then you chuck Shoreline in as well. Yeah, (laughs) the Shoreline section just was even worse because a big old tank guy comes down, a couple of them, and you're like, oh, for fuck's sake, once again, I've got barely any cover, and whatever cover I've got is going to, like, get blown up within a matter of seconds, so I'm just going to have to do this bit until I can, like, power through it. I I really didn't enjoy this section at all. And I kind of... It starts getting to the stage as well at this point, and to the next chapter, which we'll get on to in a second, where you suddenly realise, for me personally, how much I love the climbing and exploration yeah and and how much i dislike the combat in uncharted games and that's yeah that's kind of where i come down and and the combat isn't isn't bad in this game but it certainly isn't really really wonderful either and, no it's uh, not the best definitely not and i think it's why i enjoyed that that level where you were searching and looking for avery's telescope yeah because it was um it, <laughs> it was probably one of the funniest parts of the game because yeah. you know it, it is all for me, it's more about like finding all the trinkets and stuff. Absolutely. So yeah, uh, this is just a big old tunnel. Um, bit of a <laughs> yeah. bit of a write-off chapter, a if you ask me. Shit tunnel, buddy. Yeah. Um, and we will move on swiftly to chapter. I guess 20, you need to get from A to B. Yeah, uh, you got to get there, through there. But there could have uh, been better ways. AKA like the Goonies, you know, where you go down like a a big fucking slide. Yeah, I would have preferred that. Or a minecart, that'd be fun. Some sort of minecart, yeah. I would have enjoyed that. That would have been fun. Log flume. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. That sounds ace. But eventually you get through there and on to chapter 20, which is called No Escape. And uh, I I think this is the hardest, in terms of difficulty level, uh, this is the hardest level in the game, I think. Because there's a lot of RPGs getting thrown at you. And yes. you're like, holy fuck. This, so this you make your way while. down to a, a ship graveyard with Elena um, and have a huge fight, basically. There's there's basically five or six different environments, one after the other, with various enemies and fighting. And there's a lot of flanking going on. It's very hectic. And um, you've got to keep on your toes and do a lot of moving around and keep picking up ammo. 
There's some bullet spongy tank enemies in this as well. And this entire section eventually culminates in another one of these trucks with the machine gun on top, which... Crash Bandicoot again, levels. Not a fan, if I'm honest. But... Uh, it, I didn't find this one that bad. I found this one okay, actually, compared to the previous ones. It was just a hell of a lot of combat. and Yes, you know. it was. Um, I mean, I spent most of my time... Uh, Right at the back in cover with some sort of scoped rifle, just picking them off. Um, mm. Either that or like running around trying to find a rocket launcher to blow the fuck out of them. Yeah, that I mean, another that, good way of doing th- it. That truck was kind of vaguely annoying just because it felt kind of awkward level design. You were down in a ravine and you could kind yes, of that's hide around was, yeah. a slight corner, but it just didn't feel, it almost felt like you were cheating, but there was no better way of doing it because no, it didn't feel like all there the was covers destructible in this yes, section. And that was so the issue there, yeah. Difficult. But it, it, it turns out really nice. You end up blowing it up and Sully's there. And, ah, good and Sam and, and yeah. you know. You talk Sam into coming with you, and he, he d- sort of reluctantly leaves it, and he's like, he okay, let's head him. back. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, you go across a section, and Sam's like, actually, fuck you <laughs> That section there, buddy, was my frustrating section where the AI took over, and I was right. like, I, I can do this puzzle. You know the bit where you're pushing that beam across? Yeah. And I was like, Wait, I can't push this yet. So I had to go and fuck about somewhere else. And then they're like, hey, how about this? I'm like, <laughs> How about yeah. this beam right here? Whoa, what? The beam that I was trying to fuck about with before you suggested it. Oh, I never thought of that. <laughs> yeah, that fuck is pretty sake. annoying, isn't it? When uh, you basically stopped because of a story beat. Yeah, Gibbons. And then also after that, it brings back the fucking carts like twice within like a couple of minutes. You're like, oh, push your cart here, climb up. And then there's the section with um, push the other cart. Oh, only you can make it or whatever. Is it? Is that? Was that the next section? No. That, yeah. The, the end. This chapter ends with Nate climbing up on a wall, but Sully yes, and Elena exactly. unable to hold oh, the no, cart. Oh no! They they could have easily Anything. sorted that there's out. Boxes like, everywhere. He's got a grappling hook. You know. <laughs> exactly. It's like fuck off. And it's, you put, oh, it's on a hill. Oh, no. And honestly, just just Bullshit. make the wall twice the height and there isn't a problem there. Yeah. You know, it's not hard. <laughs> <laughs> make it twice the height and make the cart twice the height so that literally there's no other way for them to get up other than the cart. And yeah. you, you're probably away. But Yeah, it's yeah. fine. You know, but... I think they say something like, oh, there's no time, which is very Liam yeah. Neeson, but doesn't really work here, <laughs> to be honest. There's no time. Just go. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, um, it, it's it's an interesting chapter. There's a lot to it. It's a long one, and uh, that will lead us into chapter twenty-one, buddy. Fucking nearly there, buddy. Nearly, nearly there. there. Chapter twenty-one called Brothers Keeper. Uh, you're pursuing Sam up the vol- up the uh, volcano to try and find Avery's treasure and Sam mainly. Uh, and yeah, it's it's. The scenery is gorgeous. This was my photo mode moment where I suddenly nice, realised yeah. how amazing this game can yeah, look. Yeah, because you could see a lot of the island from up there. It was very, very cool. Just incredible to look at. And uh, yeah, the the whole Crow Mountain or whatever it is, Eagle Mountain. and uh, Skull well, Island. Yeah, uh, <laughs> lots of ninja roping. And then there's a lot of sliding sections, buddy, in yeah. this in that sliding bit. section's a fucking doozy. 
<laughs> so this well, is where the game ten minutes later. I think glitched out on you and was pulling you hard right every time you got onto a gravel section, which made it impossible to complete. Yeah, I really enjoyed it, you know. Yeah. I, I I mean I gave it the benefit of doubt like two or three times, like thinking I'll get it next time, you know. I'll, I'll get it next time. It'll be fine. Don't worry about it. Ten minutes later, fucking still there. And like when I finished it, I was like, I wonder how because I didn't know how long I'd been doing it. So I like pressed the old share button. I went back and I was like, fucking hell, ten minutes that took me to do <laughs> like three jumps. I was like, this takes the fucking piss. Seriously. Yeah. Definitely a, a glitch with your controls there. Um, I suspect if you went back and did it again now, it would be fine. Uh, I did mm. it first time. I've since gone back and done it again, and I did it first time. So it's definitely, you know, you're not you're not retarded, so it must have been <laughs> glitching, is what I'm saying. And and if you if you look back, at, I've I've looked at the video that you posted of, of this section, and it is it's just pulling you hard right over yeah. and over again. It didn't do that to me at all. I just. I didn't even hit a button until the first jump, and you're having to kind of control him in the middle of it and everything. So <laughs> it was a strange. good one, buddy. It, uh, you know, it, it's fine. It's one of those things that just happens, isn't it? I can live with yeah. it. Yeah, and didn't if it's, ruin if it's a one-off for me, then it's fine. But uh, I, I've, I did a little bit of looking around, and I couldn't find any other reports. So I think you were just really unlucky. But uh, yeah, it's one of those moments. Probably given the benefit of the doubt, I suppose. Yeah. So yeah, uh, eventually you, you make your way down inside the volcano, which is covered in, uh, is full of water and has Avery's, Avery's ship in it. And uh, you hide under the docks while there's a brief cutscene with Rafe and Nadine having a bit of an argument. It turns out that Sam's got there first and presumably is on the ship. And uh, so yeah, Nadine, Nadine is overthrown. She uh, yes, suddenly realises her army is not her army anymore because Rafe no. bought them all. And uh she wants to go home she's had enough she's sick of it and yeah. uh, he won't let her so they set off for the uh, for the pirate ship and, love a uh, bit of pirate ship and the chapter comes to a close and brings us on to the final main chapter of the game buddy chapter 22 A Thief's End Nicely named, liked it, you know, it made me think, shit, is it just the end of the story or is someone going to die? Yep, beautiful stuff. Beautiful, it was good. So yeah, there are no boats left, uh, you wonder why they were arguing over a boat so much because the journey across the water is uh like You know, it's not feet. that far. <laughs> no, you dive into the water and swim over to Avery's boat and climb inside. Um, 
There's a lot of blowing up and shit and shit, buddy. And uh, so, why was stuff blowing up? Was that like a booby trap? I can't really remember. Uh, there were some booby traps. Uh, also, when Nadine's army's kicking about, then you never. Oh yeah, there's a always reason to explain explosions. So. I'm just trying to remember why. Why? What happened? I think it was booby traps. Yeah, they're similar to the traps, crappy corpses in the tunnel. That's so. the crappy corpses. Big fan. Yep. So, uh, yeah, there's a lot of blowing up. Uh, you get through some different sections and you finally get to a room and Sam uh, is stuck underneath a cannon that's obviously blown on top you know, of him. You know, it's just, yeah, I, I thought it would fallen through the sky or something. Yep. You know, Rafe's there being stuff. mental uh, and Nadine corners the lot of you, essentially, and uh, retakes control of the situation by locking the three of you in there. Uh, as the place is burning down around you, you're in the, you found the gold, you're surrounded by it, but you're stuck inside the burning ship, and things don't look good. Um, and yeah, a big old section where the, this is the final fight, the boss <laughs> battle, if you will, I suppose. And it's a duel, buddy. It is a duel. It's <laughs> a, a fencing match, basically, and uh, yeah. I'd, I'd imagine this would be a little divisive, this this final fight. Uh, I liked the concept, but wasn't really convinced by the controls. I think that's where I come yes, down. Yes, I, I, yeah, I think you're right there. Like The idea behind it, the the fact that you know we, we've been after pirate booty all this time and it's going to end in like some kind of one-on-one swordsmanship. I mean, yep. I like that, but yes. The controls were an issue... Very QTE, was like, wasn't it? Left, right, what? Yeah. Block, where? And I don't really but, understand why they needed to map different blocks to face buttons rather than just an analog stick. Block yep. left could be I didn't think left that on as the well. right stick. I, was like, I could know? just go left and right, but okay, we'll use like square and circle or whatever it was. You know, I mean, you, that's fine. Uh, this is this is the big the big action set piece of the game, and, and you look at something like uh, War of the Roses or Chivalry, the way that they do swordplay on a controller. Yeah, where true. It's it's analog with the right stick. I feel like that would have been perfect here, but they didn't go. Do down you that not route. think that that might have been a bit too much for this for, game? What for the for the layman's that they're pandering to as yes. well as everybody else? Yes, yeah, you're probably definitely. Right. I'm. That is exactly what I'm saying, buddy. I, I feel think so. like. You know, you can't, on the very last stage, you can't just be like, hey, here's how you use a sword. Enjoy. It's one of those moments where hardcore gamers suffer because of the dirty casual, buddy. That's what's going on there. <laughs> Filth. I can understand it, but it did put a bit of a dampener on the fight, the fact that the controls felt very awkward and alien to me. Um, yeah, true. I, I, I agree with that, yeah. But it was a choice, and, you know, I respect the decision they made to an extent. It's just not how I would have done it personally if I'd been in charge. But yeah, yeah, they have a good old fight and it becomes fairly quickly apparent that uh, Rafe is more than a match for Nate with a sword, which is kind of yeah. to be expected because you know? Rafe's a billionaire posh boy and Nate's probably never even held a sword before. Um, <laughs> Pork but there sword. was a, a nice little... <laughs> There's a nice little throwback <laughs> when they first discover Chum. Libertalia and they both find the... Uh, the blacksmiths with the swords yes, there. Yes, with the swords, yeah. And little sort of breaks, nods to what's coming later on. Yeah, um, it's nice, that. But yeah, so essentially, uh, it looks like Nate's going to cop it, and then Sam kind of comes to his aid at the last moment, and 
Nate, in the end, fires off a cannon um, to rescue Sam, but not before he's dropped a lorry load of Avery's treasure on Rafe's face. <laughs> that was... Yeah, because, you know, it's like, oh, you want the treasure? You can have the treasure kind yep. of fucking line. Just Whack. squashes him. And, yeah, uh, I mean, fair dues. You know, that probably will kill a man. And once again, it kind of made sense in the uh, the cutscene uh, tone versus the game tone. In cutscenes, Nate wouldn't stab someone with a sword, but he might drop some gold on their heads, you know. Yeah, you know, he didn't kill him in cold blood there. Yeah, he was defending himself, but he still didn't, like, cut someone open. You know, that wouldn't be very Nathan <laughs> yeah. Drake-ish. True. Uh, I-, I thought it was a cool finish, you know. It was like, you know, you you are at, like, you found the treasure, everything's good, you know. Well, obviously everything isn't good because your brother's stuck under a fucking cannon. But, you know, you, you, you've reached it and, you know, you, you end up killing the dude by by whatever. And then, fuck me, that conundrum buddy is like, ah, I can't let him die again. Yeah. Stuck under that cannon on fire. Did you did you think that you were going to leave him? Did you think Sam was going to die here? I kind of did. I did. Be- yeah. Because of the, the fucking name of the chapter, A Thief's End. And I'm like, well, he's, he's clearly a thief. Scumbag. <laughs> yeah. I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm like an explorer. I'm not a thief. Yeah. <laughs> this no. I, I thought. I thought they were going to kill Sam off here. And, yeah. Uh, me too, buddy. And partly due to the fact that he was a new character. Um, yeah. Exactly. I, I thought you know if they're going to kill anyone off, it'll be him. Uh, but no, no, they didn't because Nate's very clever and he fires off the cannon out the side of the vessel to flood the ship, which allows him to prise the cannon off of Sam because everything's submerged and it's lighter. And yes, and. You know that was one of those things. Like, oh yeah, I could, I, I, I should have thought, thought of something like that. You know, yeah. it's, it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, that kind of makes sense. But you know, classic. It, it was cool, and um, yeah, you you managed to get out, and then you've got to swim for your life, buddy. Absolutely. And uh, as I left the ship, I was kind of thinking that's really cool the way that they've kind of killed Rafe off there. But at the same time. It's one of those where I would have liked to have fucked that guy up, but yeah, Nate, <laughs> but Nate is not the character to do no. that. And so True. you're playing as him, and it doesn't matter what you want to do, it's what Nate would do. And But even at this section where you're swimming away, I'm thinking, oh shit, like, are we going to make it once again tying back to the name of the chapter, buddy? And I'm the like, fact that you know this shit. is the last Nathan Drake adventure. And yeah, you're just exactly. Thinking, it's like, you know, fuck me. It, is he gonna make it? And then like it will pile, all, all, everything piles in, and then it cuts to like um, the outside with the is it the plane? I think it is, isn't it? And then it's like, oh no! Yeah, you're out of there, and uh, everyone's safe as the whole place sort of falls into the sea. Uh, and once again, Nathan Drake has managed to find a long lost city and destroy it, leaving with nothing. So, <laughs> but surely, right? It's still there. Like, you could just go there and just dig away some of the rubble. It's not like it's fucking... It's just buried in the volcano. Yes. You could just go back there. And, like, like, like that that gold is going to, like, possibly melt into a big ball of gold. <laughs> Maybe just one giant nugget of gold. <laughs> well, I mean, 
there's always Nadine. She walked away and they left her story open. Maybe she went back afterwards. Uh, Maybe. Who? We'll never know, buddy. We'll never know. But what we do know is that uh, there, there are several cutscenes here as uh, Nate goes back to work, essentially, as the uh, reclamation guy. And, uh, and then Jameson comes to him and says that the business has been bought. And Elena is the one who's bought it because she did steal some pirate booty, buddy. Oh, cheeky Oy. pirate booty. Like cheeky it. bish. So, like it. So, yeah, I suppose they didn't need to go back after that because they were kind of on the straight and narrow with their little bit of pirate gold. Yeah, Gibbons, buddy. With a bit of thievery, they yeah. can they can turn up to be uh, law-abiding citizens. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Everyone lives happily ever after, and that leads us on to the epilogue. Oh, but before that, buddy, like, you know, it kind of left it open for Sam and Sully, though, didn't it, as well? That's true. Yeah. Yes, I, they, I I did forget to mention that they they kind of disappeared off together as though they it's would... like uh, Sam's like oh, so you know any jobs or you know yeah <laughs> do you want me to give you a blow job or something I don't Oi. know what he said full of them tonight buddy and uh, so yeah. yeah he uh, he almost becomes the new Nathan Drake for well Sully, yeah you don't he? know it's clearly been left open that you know that that's there because Sam's got all the same skills and attributes to the same level as Nate, obviously. Yep. Um, and uh, Troy Baker doing the voice, so that's always alluring as well for people. Yeah, exactly. Especially. Someone who knows the biz. Yep, <laughs> absolutely. So yeah, the, the, yeah, like you say, it leaves it nicely open. But yes, this Stella, I didn't expect this. This next section, I, I really didn't liked see it this though. coming. I really liked it as well. Uh, I just thought, oh, the game's ended. It's thrown me back into Crash Bandicoot or whatever. Off we go. I was like, okay, yeah. Sure. Play through that Crash Bandicoot level once again. Uh, Completed it this time, which was you know, proud. Nice moment. high yeah. score, beautifully done. <laughs> Uh, and then the camera pans out and it is not Nate playing and it is not Elena playing it's a young girl and I thought it was a young Elena at first I was well, like where's back. this going <laughs> that'd be crazy yeah I know seriously I was like what what's going on because obviously you know the first time they played it it's just like oh yeah I played this when I was younger so I was like okay this is her playing it when she was younger kind of thing it <laughs> yeah. was weird so yeah, this is a this is kind of a chapter that mirrors that normal life chapter, which I think was chapter four, where uh, Nate's kind of wandering through the house and you're kind of seeing how he lives. Uh, and because of that chapter, you can immediately tell that this is Nate and Elena's house because there's fucking shit all over the floor, mate. They live like a couple of pigs, they do. Wow, Ridiculous. Yeah, it's, it's their These adventurers, though. eh? You know? <laughs> uh, so yeah, no, you you are Cassie Drake in this scene, and she is the daughter of Nate and Elena. It's immediately apparent. Cassie, of course, being Nate's mother's name. And uh, I did yeah. not know that. Well played. You just wander about and have a look at the house. Uh, you got a little dog with you as well, or a big dog, actually. Um, and yes, it's very interesting wandering around, seeing how they've kind of moved on. You can put music on again and... Uh, 
find lots of memorabilia. And it, you're living on the beach. You can go outside, and uh, there's a, a boat down the, the the pier, and then there's another building to the left. Um, yes. And yeah, you can go in there as Cassie and sneak a look at uh, a cupboard that is normally locked. That Cassie finds the key for, and it's got all of the treasures and memorabilia. Oh, from it's got everything Uncharted locked game. away. It was, it was a great find. Good score. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and yeah, uh, collared by your mum and dad at this point as they come back in from wherever they've been, and uh, probably banging, probably banging, and the then uh, yeah, start. They decide, you know, it, Nate's convinced to tell her. Their story, yeah, and, and that's kind yeah, because of... like they, she finds the picture of like uh, those two when they're younger with Sully and with like an AK forty seven or something <laughs> around yeah. his shoulders. Like, what the fuck were you doing back then? <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, that's kind of where we leave it as as they start to tell Cassie the story of their lives and. Yeah. Uh, I really enjoyed that. I thought that was a really was satisfying cool. conclusion uh, and also left space for the adventures of Cassie Drake in the future, perhaps. So when it loaded up, did, did you think, like, it was their daughter? What, before... When, when Crash Bandicoot loaded up? Yes. Like, when... when, when yeah, well, like, or when it kind of panned out, like, the, the, did you think that was their daughter? or When I saw your... the girl, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Crazy. I just didn't get that. I didn't get it. It just made sense. It, it, it wasn't Elena, and I didn't know why they'd be... You know, I mean, I don't know how old Elena is, but... Uh, yeah, yeah. It just kind of made sense. But yeah, I thought that that was a really nice ending. It kind of, like, ties it up nicely, I would say. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I really liked the epilogue. Uh, I... I really liked seeing kind of... Yeah, I just liked it. And they jumped around in time quite a lot up until that point anyway, and it was nice to do it again. And uh, and it was nice to end on a a sort of walking sim section where you could just kind of enjoy that last bit of storyline as well, rather than... Yeah, uh, I, I still enjoyed the last section of, you know, trying to find more trinkets, buddy. You know what yeah. I'm like? Find and the shiny, shiny. You know, it's it, it's more story focused this time, so it made sense to end on story beats rather than an action sequence. I think definitely, and yeah. Cause... It would have felt a little hollow to have that action sequence and then end on like a triple cut scene or whatever. So it worked for me. It definitely worked for me. Mm, true, and uh, you've said in the notes, uh, Cassie Drake spinoff. Well, I, it it just kind of I don't know. I mean. It, it kind of makes sense to me that, that if they were to ever revisit the Uncharted universe that they've basically got a young Drake there that they could go to and, and with the sort of powerful women that they've written before in in, in Elena and uh, Chloe and in the, the Last of Us as well I, I don't see why they wouldn't go toe-to-toe with Lara Croft I don't see they've got nothing to, to fear there I think these are much better games so it would make sense to me yeah true so yeah, it's a great game. Uh, it's not without its problems, and most of those issues that I have with it are ones that were problems in the previous games, and, and yes. have certainly been dulled to a degree in this one. But uh, I thought I, I do think that this is the 
this is comfortably the best Uncharted game, and easily, it's so well put together, and you know they they've improved on everything. I I know that we say oh the gunplay is still toilet, but I think the fact that the addedness addedness the added mechanic of um, stealth kind of lets you take away from the gunfighting a lot more than previous games did. Yeah. I Which think that I think brilliant. that although although the gunplay isn't best in class by any means, it's certainly competent and far more so than the previous three games. Um, yeah, I think it, obviously it's going to look the best because it's you know it's it's newer. Yeah, but it's, uh, it's but one, I, yeah. I think even if even if you took that away, it's the best story. It's the best crafted dialogue. It's the best, best characterization. Um, there's a solid variation in there without it just feeling like needless jet setting, which is kind of how Uncharted 3 felt to me a lot of the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah um, I get that. It's tied in really nicely. And uh, and yeah, I mean, I suppose the, 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 the final question and the final thing to discuss really is, is what do you want next from this team? Uh, the rumor is that they're talking about a Last, Last of, Us of Us Two, which yeah. hmm. I I would be concerned about a Last of Us Two if it featured the characters from the original. Um, I don't think it will. It'll be a spin-off from that, or it'll be a different story within that, you know, time zone or whatever universe. There you go. That word. Um, they they. Uh, I mean, I haven't finished it, so I don't know how it ends. Uh, don't tell me you can. Um, I will not. I will not. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, I, regardless of what happens to those characters, then there's you know the way that Naughty Dog moves around in time. It, there's there's every opportunity for for them to feature characters, younger versions of them, older versions, or completely different ones. I think you're right. I think they're sensible enough to avoid using the same characters. But I suppose my final question to you would be. If 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 there was going to be more Uncharted, in what form would you like that to be? In what guise do you like the idea of a Cassie Drake adventures? Do you want them to leave Uncharted forever now? What what, what would you be after going forward? I want them to leave it now. It's You're happy been with it as absolutely it is. fantastically tied up. You know, like the character that has been all the way through it, Nate Drake. Like you know, he's happy. He's done his all dangerous stuff. He's had his name out there. You know, he is now legit to quit, buddy. <laughs> in a way. Uh, but no, yeah, like, um, they, they've obviously settled down. They've got, like, this beach house with a boat. They've got a daughter. I'm guessing they've got, like, shit tons of money or whatever, you know. You know, and, yeah, I, I just feel like they, they've tied it up so well. I don't think they should bring out another Uncharted game. I think it should stop where it is. I think I, I pretty much agree with that. There is a, there's a little bit of me that would like to see a Cassie Drake game where Nate takes the role of Sully as the el, the the aging mentor who kind of helps her out. And I don't think a, that would work because he'd be so worried about his daughter. He wouldn't want that. He'd want to protect her. Yeah, but it kind of it kind Being of worked in The Last of Us to an extent. <laughs> Yeah, you but know, he's not his dad. He's not the, 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 the dad, is he? I know, but you could argue that that made the bond even stronger between them throughout that game. I don't know. It's I, I see where you're coming from. I just... I really like the... I, I really like the characters. I don't think the universe they've created is amazing, but I, the characters, uh, how well-written Sam is as a debut character in this franchise, I, I just think there's... 
there's scope there, and I wonder if they've put that Cassie in at the end as 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 a way of continuing things. I know they've said it's Nathan Drake's last adventure, but that is a very convenient. Yeah, it doesn't way mean that there's not going to be another Uncharted. Exactly. Personally, I I don't know. Like, I don't I don't know if they could like find like a completely new character to kind of do this same storyline. It's like, it's like Lara Croft, isn't it? She's tied in, in it for life and you know, they just reboot it like every so many years. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, if they want to like, you know, carry on, like, I mean, there's nothing to stop them saying like, you know, this family, all they do is treasure hunt. You know, it's, it's a fault in their DNA or something. I mean, yep. yeah, like, like I, the I, wild I could live with that. buddy. <laughs> yeah, it, it's like uh, national treasure or whatever it is. <laughs> Fucking Nicolas Cage and his family. All they ever do, all the men in that family ever do, just hunt for that treasure, buddy. Goddamn Templars. <laughs> but I, I don't know. Like, I guess it's. I don't know. It's a funny one. Like they, they. I can't see Nate going into that Sully role. No, perhaps not. But you know, you'd have to. If you did another Uncharted with Cassie, then Nate would have to be in there somewhere, uh, because it'd be too too big a missed opportunity. Otherwise, I, I don't yeah. know where they'll go next. Uh, part of me wants to see. You know, I mean, it, this was Amy Hennig's baby originally, and, and the, the guys that have taken over. I think that they. They they should probably be in a situation now where they look to a new IP and and I would think so yeah and perhaps that's probably the best bet and that's probably what people want and we'll see how things go with the Last of Us two if that is true which it sounds like it is yeah I I think that's the conclusion that like we we've come to as well like um, if they're gonna do one it it shouldn't come out anytime soon because you know the, these games get worked on so so much and you know. Uh, each time they come out, it's, uh, they are amazing games. And yes, the fact that Nate cannot be in another one, but possibly maybe in that kind of father figure role, yeah, maybe it could happen. But, it could uh, happen, buddy. True. But either way, either way, Uncharted Four is uh, is a fabulous game. Um, I've I think I've played through the bulk of it twice now i've played through some levels three times because i'm going through it with the misses as well and uh, nice. and i'm not getting tired of it i'm still kind of vaguely trophy hunting and treasure hunting through these levels and uh, the, the, it's one of these games that's so rich in the environments that you see new things every time you play a level and uh, the stealth is is satisfying enough to keep pulling you back in as well um never been convinced by that gunplay but once you kind of get used to the various things that are available to you then it can become fun uh, from the way that you yeah. play it but yeah overall uh, i i really enjoyed this game it was difficult it's always difficult for something like this to live up to the hype uh I, and i it definitely did i felt it eyes. did i really felt, I felt it, it did. Really did even though it was like a, it was just such a short spell of like literally smashing through it in a week uh, i feel like i should have spent more time in it uh like i said i haven't got back to it but i think the thing with this game like you'll play it and then for me i won't play it again for a few months and then i'll go back to it and i i would just play it until completion again yeah yeah it's not a thing that i would just dip my toe in and be like oh i'll just do another level it's like as soon as I start playing this again, I I just will play this game and nothing else. Sucks you back in. It's Moorish. Yeah. yeah, totally. Because it's just so well put together. 
Yep. Great game uh, and a very worthy console exclusive and uh, absolutely gorgeous. Uh, I really, really loved it. And that's how I feel. I don't know how we end this, buddy. No, we've never done one of these before, so I suppose we just kind of tail off pathetically and uh, then say goodbye. <laughs> cool. Um, we've been on YouTube and things, so, you know, don't forget we can... We, we need to, you know, do some kind of publicity for us here, surely. Yeah, absolutely. I'll I'll sign off like I do on a normal <laughs> the podcast. The standard sign-off, please. <laughs> if, you, uh, if, if you found us because of your interest in Uncharted rather than being a regular listener to our particular podcast then uh, we are the jfg podcast we go live with a new episode every sunday unless one of us is in a foreign land um and yeah you can find us and more information about us at www.justforgamers.co.uk our facebook is facebook forward slash the jfg podcast Uh, our twitter is at the jfg podcast you can find us on youtube by searching the jfg podcast we're on SoundCloud, SoundCloud forward slash Just for Gamers. We've got a PlayStation 4 community, so if, if you're into a bit of community gaming, we've got a, a an ever-expanding collection of people on there who are good fun to play with and good fun to discuss things with or send stupid pictures to. Uh, so come and get involved. Uh, subscribe to the podcast. We're on all of the normal places, iTunes and all of your podcast apps. Uh, and thanks so much for joining us for this little look back at Uncharted. We hope you enjoyed it. And uh, going We're also forward, on Google Plus, if you if that's how you live your life, buddy. Yeah, if you if you choose to live your life on Google Plus, <laughs> then you can find us there. I don't know why you would, but you can. It's an option. Gibbons. It's an option for you. So we never uh, check it. <laughs> we'd love to know what you think about Uncharted as well. And uh, we uh, we always welcome correspondence to the main podcast. So pop us a message. And uh, we are the JFG podcast at gmail.com. And yeah. Any more? Come on. Keep going. I think I'm there. <laughs> Have I got everything? <laughs> I think Holy so. Holy hell, buddy. We're on Facebook. Facebook and, and Twiddle. Uh, yeah. Twiddle. Absolutely. So, uh, find us there. Yeah, buddy. Um, cracking game. I haven't got anything else to say apart from uh, if you haven't played it, you really need to play this game because it's fucking ace. And that's it. Absolutely. So thanks very much for listening. Uh, I've been Alex. He has been Ash. Goodbye, buddies. We'll catch you next time. Goodbye.